someone I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Do you not want to be at work today? Just shit your pants. Shit your pants. What are they going to do? You just shit yourself. Shit your pants. And then go home and have a good day off. Yeah, that's logic right there. I mean, if you don't want to be at work today, just shit your pants. I, I I made a logical statement yesterday that blew my mind. Okay, you ready for this? I was talking to uh, the Spawn, and we're talking about uh, some people that I used to work with and bad things happening to them. And I said, I don't wish bad things to happen to them. I hope for it. And you see, there's a difference between hoping and wishing. You don't make hopes when you're blowing out birthday candles now, do you? No, you don't. Look at that. That is that is some Tibetan knowledge right fucking there. Bam! That just happened. You can hope for all the bad things in the world to happen to people as long as you don't wish for it. If you wish for it, it could come true. Just say it. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to another edition of the Artie State Show. Uh, I am your host, Artie States. That's kind of redundant. I don't know why I said that, but I was on a roll, so there you go. I'm very excited. Tomorrow night, I am going to be on with Mikey. Uh, If you're on the West Coast, I'll be on at 7 o'clock there. Central Standard Time, God's Time here at 5 o'clock. And on that hideous area of the East Coast, it'll be 6 o'clock. So please join us. It'll be live. I have no idea what we're going to talk about. I love being on with Mikey, though. Boy, he is a guy I love broadcasting with because I can set him up and knock him down, <laughs> even though I, well, I, I might do that tomorrow night. I, I'll, I'll show you how I do it. Uh, <laughs> we have a lot to get to today. We have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy's coming in. He's going to be on the horn with us very, very soon. We got lots to talk about with Joe, including Joe escaping the law. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, look, well, I think we caught you, Joe. Or at least somebody that might know you. That's all I'm going to say for right now. Let's get to some good mornings here. First one here. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. My man. <laughs> Jazzman says, morning, ass family. It's Joe Murphy Day. Don't forget to say that with the hard R. Love you, Joe. Well, I- I'm sure that Joe loves you, too. It's T-shirt time? No, 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 no. It'll be T-shirt time starting tomorrow. But this T-shirt man, Rhino, right here. Says, good morning, brother. Well, good morning to you, sir. I hope that you are doing well today. Uh, let's see here. Oh, I love trash. Fast Panda in the house says, good morning, ass family. The day is already better than yesterday. The show is starting without Neil Diamond. <laughs> I love your hatred for Neil Diamond. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Gold says, good morning, chicas and chicos. Murph Day. Woo. Yes, indeed, it is. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy Day. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. What a stupid fucking question. I didn't ask any questions there. I just said you were in the house. You were literally too stupid to insult me. Well, I hope that your day gets better. College Station. Stars at night, a big and bright. Speaking of 
says, good ma- morning, ass world. Go. That's a word, word I cannot pronounce. Uh, go aggles? I, I, I don't know. And fuck Joe Biden. Okay. All right. Good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aggle. I, I don't know what an aggle is. He's but. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He I has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And really enjoyed being with him. Yeah. Thank you so much, you're out. I appreciate you saying that. She says, I think uh, Artie would choose bang your head. Lord knows that's been my life lately. Oh, my gosh. Becca! Becca! Derek says, good morning, ass family. Back after a nice five-day weekend for my 25-year wedding anniversary with my beautiful wife. Happy Friday Eve. Let's get these two days over and have another two days off. Becca! Becca! Well, congratulations on that, Derek. That is awesome shit right there. Free at last! Free at last! Ahoy, Sanchez family. Uh, he says, uh, ahoy. Well, uh, Mr. J says, good morning, everyone. It's Joe Murphy Day. Yes, it is that lovely day of the week where it is Joe Murphy Day. Uh, Sanchez family says, I hope you die of ass cancer. Well, I, I, I don't want to. I mean, I, I, whatever. <laughs> You're in a mood today, too. Good Lord. Uh, the good Darren. Please be a fart. Morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Cowboys girl, good morning. She says, good morning, ass family. It's Friday Eve. Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. She says, good morning, Arnie and ass family. Shit your pants and then pants on the ground. Pants on the ground. Woo! Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. Says Buenos Dias Familia. The kids are back in school, and coincidentally, my headache is easing. How do your kids? Let's see. Uh, Rhino, who's Mikey? Some of us are new. Mikey is, uh, I worked with Mikey at 98 Rock. Mikey is uh, the person I attribute to me being still alive. Mikey was the, uh, Mikey's the guy when we were at the radio station together. I'll tell this story real quick for the new people. Um. Mikey was the guy at the station. He did he did the night shift. He was on after when I went to the afternoon show with Dog Shit and Jerk Off. And he was also the uh, creative control guy, or the creative guy. I mean, t- he came up with all these things that we call bumpers. Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. And he was like one of the five best guys in the entire country. And we had him in our building, and it was amazing. We had the, the greatest production in the world. And uh, when I started this show, he was the only person I would go to to do production for me. And he did all the production for me until the company told him to stop, pretty much. But, and, and I get it. I understand. I never hold that, held that against Mikey. I would go in and talk with my, I, when, when I did the afternoon show, I always like to be early, especially for work, so I can kind of prep and get ready for things. And when I did the morning show, our show started at 5 and then at 6. When we started at 6, I would come in at about 4. And when we started at 5, I came in about 3.30. So I got a, a, an extra half hour because I wanted to prep. I wanted to make sure I knew everything that was happening in the world those days. Now, when I went to the afternoon show, our show started at 3 in the afternoon. But the problem was I worked with two individuals that were not professional, that were complete ass clowns. And they would show up an hour before the show. Sometimes a half hour before the show, 
not knowing what was on the show because I had to write the shows, literally write the shows. So I would show up at about 9, 30, 10 o'clock every morning. No joke. And it was great. That was my favorite time of day because I got to see the people in the building. I got to see everybody, and I got to talk to Mikey. Mikey and I would talk for an hour or two every single day, and he is the one who kept me from fucking murdering those two idiots that I worked with. And, uh, I, I, and I love Mikey, and Mikey's an amazing broadcaster, and I'm going to be on his podcast, the Mikey Podcast, tomorrow night. A lot of people are saying, hey, can you wear the shirt? So I'll be wearing the shirt. The boo-boo face shirt that you two can get at 4T5Printing.com. But that is who Mikey is. Uh, College Station says, Braddy Kid, Lego Queen. Yes, yes, she is. Arnie, they're baggies, uh, like all drugs that uh, A&M students, oh, okay, cope with losing to UT all the time. I gotcha. Ba- baggies, baggies, okay. That's very nice. Uh, they're in fifth and second grade. Cowboys girl says, happy 25 years, Derek. That is fantastic. Married to his lovely wife for 25 years. I don't know how to put this. Oh, yeah. But I'm kind of a big deal. Triple T. People know me. Yeah, they do. He says, good morning, family of ass. Uh, v Coop all up in here. I like to butt fuck fine ladies. Will I choke, hold a bitch? Well, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm says it's Thursday tomorrow we can celebrate the start of the weekend by drinking hand sanitizer. <laughs> well, you ain't going to live that one down. And Trash Panda says happy 25th birthday. Now, I look, look, I want to start with something yesterday. I'm watching the news because once again I am the coolest person that everybody knows because I watch the local news at 5 o'clock. I actually go out of my way to watch the news at 5 o'clock. And then I watch the, the same company, but they have a different anchor, called Reese Tinsley, who's been here since I was a little kid. So I watched Claw Reese Tinsley at 5.30. And she had the story about this girl on, this girl, uh, I can't pronounce her name. Girl's got more consonants in her name than Stackhar does. So, uh, and, and every summer she goes hiking. And this summer she went over to France and she hiked some fucking mountain over there. I don't know if it was the tallest peak in France, and I don't know how tall that peak is, but it ain't like Everest. But it, but they didn't really call it climbing. They called it hiking. Now, I am not an outdoors person. We all kind of know that, right? That, that's kind of given. We all know that Arnie don't hike. The only hike Arnie goes on is when the handicapped parking is all fucking taken at the mall. That's right. I got a placard. Thanks, Dad. Good for another year and a half. I don't know what I'm going to do after that. Boy, after, I, I'm going to have to apply for one then. Oh, when I get my own, that'll be a national holiday. I'll celebrate that day more than I celebrate my own birthday. And you know how much I celebrate my birthday. But uh, so they're talking about this girl, and she's like 15 or 16. She's talking about nature and all this kind of bullshit and everything. And then they give her stats for this latest hike she went on. Okay. It's all my outdoors people. I want to hear you here. She went on a 110-mile hike. And it took her 10 days. Now, for me, hiking 10 miles a day would be fucking torture. That would be hell. Is this a good number? I have a follow-up to this. 
I, I have a major follow-up to this. So I, I, I'm waiting to ask family. Ten mi- piking 10 miles a day, is, is that good? If you're an experienced hiker. Swoosh. Good morning to you, my friend. Ten miles is fine. Okay. It's in ten days, though. Ten to fourteen's good. All right. Oh, hey, it's Steph. Damn, I bet you come in here on a Saturday night. You need nigga repellent to keep the motherfuckers off your ass. All right. All right. So, okay, so she did a good thing here. Here's the point of um, the whole thing. When you get to the top, when, when, when you get to the destination, what's the point? Like, this, this ain't something challenging. Like, 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 if you were to go and eat, like, the Big Texan, you know, the, the old 96er. You remember that in the great outdoors? When you ate the old 96er, you got a T-shirt, you got your picture on the wall, the family got free desserts. You get to the top of a rock. What's the point? The view? Fuck, I've got the internet. I can get better views on the internet. Get to the top of the mountain. You pee on something. Mark your territory. It's now yours. Also accomplishing a mountain peak. Well, that's still not as impressive as eating a four-pound hamburger in an hour. Steph says, wait, what? Well, I I just, what's the payoff? Like, if I'm going to get, look look here. If you're going to tempt me into hiking 110 miles over 10 days, there better be a fucking trophy, uh, a T-shirt. Yeah, it can be a shitty T-shirt. It can say, I hiked this fucking mountain and all I got was this fucking T-shirt. You still get something. But you can't buy it for me. It's got to be waiting there. See, that's that's the whole point. That's the point. Now, you can give me your, oh, it's for self-reflection. It's all that kind of, okay, it's all the hooey-dooey shit. See, this is why, this, this is why and, and, and I love y'all for it. I'm not judging you for it at all. I'm not judging you for it. I'm telling you how my brain works. The view and the accomplishment is the payoff. At least that's why I do it. The whole reason to hike is to get to the top, the views, knowing you can mentally, physically accomplish something like that. It's personable accountability that's made it much better by the view. Hey, great. It's all the hooey-dooey bullshit. I, 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 that, that's, I, I mean, that's great. I mean, I mean, that's what I'm thinking, but that's just me. I mean, I love y'all, and I ain't judging. Like I said, that that'd be rude for me to judge y'all on that. I ain't judging you on that. I just, I, I, I that's why I just don't ever get it. I just listen. That that's a bunch of hooey. That soft and cuddly feeling. We're gonna hug a thug. Y'all need to wake up. See, see, now, now, now. Here's here's the thing. Okay, so I get the exercise aspect of it. Okay. 
Hear me out. The big Texan, you're exercising all your jaw muscles, and you're getting full on food, meaning you're going to use your system, and it's going to blow out your system. Think of all the good you're doing by eating a 96-ounce piece of steak. And you get a T-shirt. Arnie's new T-shirt collection will be hike completed. (laughs) Photos never do actual view justice, to be honest. Usually there's a box or something at the top to write your name and to say you made it to the top. Well, that sucks. That means people did it before me. But but and they got the right. Ah, uh, crap. This is also coming from someone whose current week mileage is forty. So lol. So it's definitely a personal preference. Shirt one. I served. I survived Braddy's stairs to nowhere. Las Vegas shirt two. I survived at least a ten mile walk for a burger. That's that feeling of accomplishment is the same I get from looking down into a bowl of water thinking, how did that fit inside my body? Look, once again, once again, I just, I, I, it hit me yesterday. I'm sitting there and I'm watching this story and this girl and she's talking. And she's probably won a spelling bee and probably been in the Scripps National Spelling Bee. I think Stackar probably might know her. I don't know. She's talking about that, and it's just not computing to me. I mean, none of it is making sense. Braddy Kid wasn't even looking at me because I had the most confused look on my face. If she would have looked over at me, she would have been like, what the fuck are you thinking right now? Because I had this look of just bewilderment on my face going, first of all, why is this on the news? I want to hear about a shooting or at least a a condominium or or an oil truck that caught on fire on Central Expressway and they let it burn out. A girl hiking in France and she didn't even get a T-shirt? That ain't news. Just saying. That's my my daily, daily thought. Now, on to the show. Well, it seems like our... Faithful leader, our wonderful... How could I be the president of the United States of America? Well, it's obviously because you are a spelling champion. We have a thousand billionaires in America. You know the average tax rate they pay? Eight, E-I-G-H percent. Eight percent. No, no T in there, huh? E-I-G-H. Interesting. Stink fist! Good morning, my friend. Says I lost track of time. Sorry, late. Oh, no, no worries there. No worries there. Joe Biden, who has faithfully said over the course of time, I had no idea about Hunter and his business dealings, even though I think Hunter's the smartest man in the world. And then he says, well, I knew about Hunter's business dealings, but I wasn't in business with him. And then Hunter's former business associate and best friend, Devin Archer, decided to rat him out to Congress including a letter that was sent by the vice president at the time. It reads, Dear Devin, I apologize for not getting a chance to talk to you at the luncheon yesterday. I was having trouble getting away from hosting President Who. I hope I get a chance to see you soon with Hunter. I hope you enjoyed the lunch. Thanks for being here or coming. And then he puts in his own P.S. uh, Happy you guys are together. So he knew about the business. 
because uh, unless he unless he's gonna say that Hunter's a gay, I I look look I do I think that Hunter's probably fucking seen a cock up close? Yeah. Oh yeah. I I'm betting one has been close to his nose. You can't be that much of a coke fiend and, and not have had gobbled down a cock or two. Now are they together? Meaning that. Is the president going to use that? He's going to try to out his son? By the way, this again is too stupid to be even serious anymore. Because the reams of evidence that are coming out against the current sitting president, yet no media is really saying a whole lot about it. Hell, Congress ain't really doing much about it. They're still wavering on the point of, well, are we going to fucking... You know, impeach him or what? Or do they realize that when they impeach him, this fucking moron? But I mean, truly, when you, you know, when you see our kids, and I truly believe that they are our children, they are the children of our country, of our communities. I, I mean, our future is really bright if we, if we prioritize them and therefore prioritize the climate crisis and the need to address what the fuck was all that? And that's what happens if you impeach Joe Biden. Because, look, look here. There's so much evidence they cannot, they can't not impeach him. The Democrats need him to resign immediately and the vice president resign. That's what they need. Because their midterms, 2024 is a lost election. If they keep their eggs in the Joe Biden basket, them eggs is going to get cracked. And you only got a year. A year and two months. You have 14 months. Prioritize kids by getting rid of some is what I heard. Good God. But hey, well, I, I'm just an idiot. I'm just a, a podcasting moron, that's all. Nothing to see here. I just laugh. Donald Trump and Joe Biden secretly meet in a treehouse and trade indictments and evidence like kids and baseball cards. No shit. Uh, Harris will get so much done, she will suck every cock to make it happen. Oh, I'm sure she will. I'm sure she will. Speaking of the president's son, Hunter, Hunter has uh, moved out of his uh, 4.2 Venice Beach rental house. By the way, the computer's working spectacularly today because I switched over to Chrome. Fuck you, Safari. Chrome is supporting everything so far. Now I got to go over and save all the damn songs on YouTube from Safari down, down to Chrome. Shit. Hunter Biden and his wife, Melissa, moved into a multi-million dollar home in Venice back in 2021. They left the home, quote, as the owner said, in disarray when they moved out and owed $80,000 in back rent. Quote, Hunter and Melissa were horrible tenants. Not only did they stiff the owner for months of rent, they left the house in terrible condition. 
and everybody in the world. Let's all say it together. Surprise, surprise, surprise. Or possibly, if you're going to rent to a crackhead, probably burn marks everywhere. You got little batches of, uh, uh, of the booger sugar hanging around. You know the, what the booger sugar is. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Cocaine them. Here's what's going to happen. Nothing. Biden will not be impeached and Trump will never go to prison. Yeah, pretty much. I think, you know what? First one of the day goes to you. You're out. Correct the mundo. Uh, if Kamala takes over, uh, uh, go after her for use. The Republicans will go after using campaign funds to bail out rioters and rioters in 2020. That'd be interesting. Opera Duck, uh, go better. Uh, browsers, Arnie, uh, they don't allow tracking. Okay. Well, right now I'm, I'm good here. But thank you. Everything's working great. Don't care about tracking. I can, whatever. I ain't got nothing to hide, so. Uh, so there you go. So, yes, uh, Hunter Biden's home in Venice Beach with his diminutive short wife and their long-haired kid left in tatters. God almighty. You know, I'm betting, I'm betting that Hunter has shared his wife with Joe. I'm just going to tell you the truth. That's what I think. I, I think that Hunter and Joe both hit Hunter's wife. Maybe even London, the chick who spells it with a U. Oh, California. California. How do I hate thee? Let me count the ways. Well, a couple weeks ago, I told you about this legislation that was being pushed forward in the state legislature. The same legislator, late legislature, this group that rejected legislation to add human trafficking of minors for purposes of commercial sex acts to the state's list of serious felonies. They didn't add that until public outrage prompted reconsideration. Has now seen the supermajority pass a bill out of the assembly that mandates consideration of race in criminal sentencing. It passed. That's right, it passed. California State Assembly voted Assembly Bill 852 out of chamber on a vote of 58 to 13. With all eyes coming from Democrats, the measure now is pending before the Public Safety Committee in the Senate, which it'll probably pass. So now what they want to do is they want to give harsher penalties to people that are not of color. Now, if you don't know how the law works, if you don't know anything, let me explain it to you. And it's right there, and I've explained it before once again. When you look at the statue that they've used for justice, Lady Justice as they call her, Lady Justice is blind, meaning justice is not supposed to see what color you are. It's not supposed to see if you're a man or a woman. 
It's there to look at what you did in the eyes of the law. Now, is it true that there are more black people in California prisons? Well, in all prisons than there are white people? Yes. And do you know why that is? It's not going to be some absurd, crazy idea that it's all racist. It's because those people actually commit crimes. Now, here's the rub. There are a lot of white people. There are more white people than there are black people in this country. They commit crimes too. The problem is is that this is our system. And a lot of those white folks that commit crimes can afford a better attorney than the the state-mandated lawyer that you get, the defense lawyer that's representing 48 other people who wants to plea this down, try to give you as little jail time as possible, but get it out and not get it to a fucking hearing. That's what they're there to do in an effort to save the state money. They don't care about you. They don't care about your case. And that's why you end up in jail because you don't have... Now, you can blame this on the system. You can blame it on how racist the system is, but I've seen a lot of wealthy black people. One guy in particular, a fellow by the name of Orenthal James Simpson. Law, order, and justice or white supremacy anyway. Yeah, I mean, everything is. The, the, the violence, uh, I saw this report last week somewhere. I think it was in, in like, uh, in New York City. New York City! There's a report that the uptick in violence uh, of black people on Asian people was blamed on, let's all say it together, white supremacy. I, I, I don't understand it, but okay. It's just that for everything. Climate change, white supremacy. My daughter has the gout. Well, that's white supremacy. My dog ate chocolate. Fucking white supremacy. Cable's out. Fucking white supremacists. After doing much study looking at statistic, geographic history, and economics, the easiest way to avoid problems with the judicial system is do not commit fucking crimes. Well, once again... Correct the mundo! Bingo. 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 Now, let, 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 me, let, 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 me, let me pull the curtain way back, shall I? Because I, I do support, support law enforcement. I do. But I get it. Law enforcement is also a business. So, when you don't comply, not only do you have a better chance to die, but also what happens is you rack up charges. Resisting an arrest, possible assault of a a peace officer. There's two more things they could got you on. They were going to get you for a simple speeding ticket, and now they've got you resisting arrest and assaulting a police officer. Chuching. Nine eleven. Blame white supremacy. It was white supremacy that caused nine eleven. Absolutely, hundred percent. Do you know why the dinosaurs were wiped out? That's right, white supremacy. 
Those fucking cavemen, they'd get in their fucking cheats, and they'd wear them out, and they'd go, we don't like T-Rexes. Hate pterodactyls because I can't spell it. I bet Adam and Eve were brown and got kicked out for not being white. Yeah. Oh, that snake was white. Snake tempted him because that snake was a white supremacist. White power. So California's going to put this in place, and you're going to see people now getting 30-year sentences just for being white. They, let, let, let's not even say what you're being charged with. You're just going to get a, a 20 extra years for being white because you need to feel how bad it is for black people, even though they committed the crimes. You committed a crime too, but you know what? We're going to really throw the book at you. How about bail only for white subjects? How about they have to bail out? Nobody else has to get bail. Can we do that too? Would that be would that be all right? No bail for anyone of color. White people, if you can't pay bail, you gotta stay in jail. Blacks voting Trump, white supremacy. It's all white supremacy. The ice cream machine broken at McDonald's. Say it, white supremacy. By the way, this is all a part of this reparations committee that California has put together that wants to give all black people in California a million dollars at least. A million dollars, then $97,000 a year for the rest of their life, free house, oh, and to wipe out all their debts. Now, does that mean official debts? Like they want them to wipe out their debts to like Visa and T-Mobile? Not to little Ray Ray down who's running the pool hall for some numbers they were running, right? We, we, the government doesn't have to go to the pool hall and go, uh, we're here for Louise Johnson. Uh, Louise Johnson says she owes you uh, $532 on numbers. Are, are, are you little Ray Ray? All right, we're the government. Here, here's your money. Please leave her alone. Go down to the back pocket where little Ray Ray's running numbers. Little pool hall. Got shoe shine stand there. Um, looking for a little Ray Ray, please. United States government. Why do black people have to have T-Mobile? I was just an idea. Come on, Triple T. You know I'm right. Dallas Cowboys losing the playoffs from the catch, white supremacy, yeah. Uh, it was a black fella who failed to tackle Joe Montana. No, that was a white guy. That was D.D. Lewis, but yeah. White supremacy, because T-Mobile sounds like a rapper's name, like Hitler. 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 Oh, fucking Christ. I swear to God, our world is just falling apart. They have cricket or Metro. <laughs> And little Ray Ray, of course, down at the back pocket. Now, NBC got in a little bit of trouble. They're getting mocked. I don't know why. 
NBC report was called out uh, as hypocritical for promoting the notion it was impossible to change one's race. While denying this argument, they can also apply to gender. Um, Experts underscore that it is simply impossible to change your race, NBC emphasized before quoting assistant professor Jamie Coney. Uh, Queen City College, who described transitionalism as a social contagion. I, I'm here to tell you. I, I look, look. I I don't want this to get into the sex shit, the transgender stuff, because we already know that. The, this is a far stupider battle. Oh, I I I'm on the the mountaintop of stupidity. Still not getting a T-shirt, by the way. There are people that think you can transition into being a different race. No. No, you 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 can't. No, you you can't. I Michael Jackson didn't do a bad job, yeah. Sammy Sosa's trying. No. You can't. You you, you can't. No. No, it doesn't work that way. I'll tell you what. You want to transition? You want to go from being white to black? I will support you. Hell, I'll even help you fund it. Because I can't wait until the day that you attend a rally and you say that word. That's all I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for you to get the go-ahead to say that word And I think I've seen somebody's face recently who might have said that word. So if I'm understanding the argument, the Glenn Kuyper was just identifying as African-American but simply misunderstood. He went on to work for Chattanooga's T-shirt design team. By the way, that Chattanooga... By the way, uh, Glenn Kuyper here. We had a phenomenal day today. Nigger League Museum... And Arthur Bryant's barbecue. Chattanooga's T-shirt. I I want one of those where it just says Nuga and it's got the eyes there, and people are like, "Yeah, that's pretty rough." That shirt is phenomenal. That is that that uh, I am crying. That's one that I don't know if I could wear out in public. I would try. I I have worn my my Kunta Kente shirt out in public. Nuga. Joe Murphy, he's talking to you. Oh, Murph's a Reds fan. And aren't aren't the Chattanooga lookouts like a, an affiliate of the Reds? 98 Rock Failure, white supremacy. Yeah. Joe Murphy would say differently based on how he dropped that hard R. Michael Rappaport had been pretending to be black for years. Michael Rappaport is a big, tall piece of shit. Boy, there's a guy right there. I would love, man. If I got the sucker punch, oh, Michael Rappaport, that would be a great day. And, and you know what? I don't even want to sucker punch him. I want to walk up to him and just, hiya-ta! Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? The only way to improve the nougat shirt is said, who it is on top. <laughs> Mage, good morning. He says, good morning, Asinai. I can transition 
from 75% Asian, 25% white to more redneck. Please, I need to know what form to fill out. Hey, you got to come down here to the south, fill that one out. Would you wear a free your Wales Adele shirt in public? Oh, God damn. Okay, we got it out of the way. Good, good. It's, it's done. Good job, Rev. Hello. It's me. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to meet. No, no. See, here, here. You're out. She says, hold up. Michael Rapport's a big housewife's fan. Take it easy. No. Look, I can't forgive him for being the piece of shit that he is. And secondly, when he tried to do a fake southern accent and justified, it was terrible. Terrible. What you know about this? He sounded terrible. It was like they, they, they sent him home with a fucking foghorn, a leghorn pop-up book. I say, I say. I'm surprised he didn't use that fucking phrase that I hate. I declare. If you ever see a character in a movie say, I declare, know that they have never been to the fucking South. Oh, I hate that shit. Oh, I declare. But by the way, you, you can't change your race. You, you just can't. You're that. Sorry. You're stuck with it. It's not a social concept. It, 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 look, 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 we've talked enough about that you can't really do the sex part either. I, I, I'm okay with not talking about that. We're stuck on race here, and I'm okay to be stuck on race here. Um, yeah, shut up. You, you can't do it. But, hey, if you want to try, you go, you go, look, we, we saw this, uh, what was the name, Rachel Ucatel or something, the chick that was head of the NAACP who was white, who painted herself, or, 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 or just overdid it in the tanning bed, remember her? Then she wrote a book, they, they made a fucking documentary about her on Netflix, in the course of her writing a book, and she sold nationwide like 38 copies. Netflix is scratching their head going, Rachel Dozell, that's it. Thank you, Scott. Can I take a test to become a Texan? Well, yeah, that, that, that test lasts for a couple weeks. I'm really good at math and bad at driving. Also, I have a small dick. So you can't use any of those. You can't say any of those things. You got to be a really good driver here in Texas. Because we all believe we are. Math, eh. If you know what a fifth is, you're fine. Small dick, we, we just don't don't say it. Just drive a bigger truck. So if I lift my fist and sing, um, black y'all, black y'all, blackity black black, like CB4, that doesn't make me black. No, no, swoosh, it does not. Remember Soul Man with C. Thomas Howell? That shit was awesome. Should have won an Oscar. Good movie. Or he got a scholarship for being black. Oh, that was fantastic. Got called to the boss's office and told I got seniority bumped out of my job during the mass firing realignment. No other job for me to take over, so back on the job hunt. Where's my white privilege? Yeah, well, you ain't got none. Hashtag Dave go. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah, so so th- this idea that, that, but hey, if you want to do like her and you want to throw that, the hard R ending around, 
just let me know when you do. Just let me know. And you have to tell everybody, yes, I'm transitioning into becoming African-American. See, because just like CrossFit, the first rule of CrossFit is to tell everybody you do CrossFit. The first rule of transitioning is to tell everyone you're transitioning. And the second rule of transitioning is telling everyone that you're transitioning. Now, it could be from a human being to a squash. You could be going from white to black. You could be going from guy to gal. I still don't know what non-binary is because you're not going to anything there. You only have to know, number one, remember the Alamo. The stars at night are big and bright. (laughs) Deep in the heart of Texas. Bigger impact on history, Jesus or Tom Landry. Boy, that that one right there is tough. I'm going to go with Tom Landry. There's a funny part, that I, and I point this out to people because sometimes I get asked when people come in from out of town, if you're driving from, um, if you're on I-30 in Texas and you drive between Dallas and Fort Worth, you go through Arlington. And we're pretty proud of our roads here. We have these fucking wonderful etched-in stars to the side of uh, all the overpasses and things like that. Well, there's a stretch of highway in Arlington that has fedora hats etched into the side because that is Tom Landry Freeway. Yeah, baby. Recognize. (laughs) There are no schools named after Jesus, but Tom Landry, yes. Uh, If you're a CrossFitting vegan, what's the first thing you brag about? CrossFit. Oh, yeah. Oh, look, look, look. That, 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 that's a great question. You almost had me there. But still, the first rule of CrossFit is always mention CrossFit. I'm a meat popsicle fifth element. Landry can catch a ball. Jesus' hands aren't the best. If you're claiming to be non-binary, I'm calling you Pat. Hashtag SNL. I'm sure there are plenty named after Jesus in Mexico. Oh, Jesus Elementary. Well, you don't want to fail that school. You fail at Jesus Elementary, you're fucked. Uh, Speaking of uh, south of the border down Mexico Way, we've got a new story here, and uh, it looks like the the robots are already taking over, people. Farmers around the globe are seeing a glimmer of hope as a new AI-driven robot flies to their rescue. Uh They are building robot fruit pickers. And these robots don't complain about heat or speak any weird languages. Do you know what they do? They pick fruit. They're tethered to a platform that provides continuous power, enable them to work day and night, no complaints, no visas, no lunch breaks, and most certainly no talking back. They work smart and not just hard, providing farmers with real-time updates on harvesting project progress, time to completion. Oh, boy. Man, oh, man. Now, let me, let me say this. What color are the cotton-picking robots? I haven't seen those yet. 
The, the, these robots are, are blue. But I'm going to tell you this right now. So y'all listen up. Hey, uh, El Jefes that are fixing to cross El Bordero. Once y'all swim under that stupid fucking barrier that we've put there, sorry, wasn't my idea, and then you hop over the razor wire, and since they haven't let me be in charge, there's no guillotines or 50 caliber Gatling guns out there. So once you get in the country and you're looking for a job, you hard-working people, and, and, and look here, I ain't trying to make fun of you, oh, for picking fruit, because it's hard work. And I know that the farmers, they don't pay you worth a fuck, but it's a job. They might let you live on their land. You can raise your family and send your families to schools in America. I understand how it all works. But y'all done been replaced. Y'all, y'all, once they get the robots in, fuck. I'm just telling you right now. You're never ever going to hear this ever again <laughs> in any any fields in America. Days never finished. Master got me working. Someday Master set me free. Beep, swing low, swing hard drive. Hey, it's Star Wars, not Skynet. Do they speak binary? Oh, Jesus. They're taking all the damn fruit-picking jobs? Boy, I tell you what, if they make Rosie the robot like the Jetsons had, fucking A, there ain't no reason to come to America no more because we ain't got no damn ho- Holiday Inn jobs for you either. I don't know what y'all are going to resort to. Now... Since we just talked about our wonderful uh, friends uh, south of the border, got to talk about our friends north of the border, eh? Canadian Prime Minister, eh? Justin, what, what's his name, Margaret or something? Margaret Justin Thoreau, Trudeau, announced that he and his wife Sophie are separating after 18 years of marriage. Now, now. Is this like the first world leader that's ever gotten a divorce? Big S fan says, how about a mute sex bot? You know that ain't going to ever happen. They ain't going to make a mute. Did, did she get tired of him always wanting to go out in blackface? Is that what it was? Hey, uh, Sophie and I would like to share the fact that uh, after many meaningful and difficult conversations, buddy... We've made the decision to separate, guy. As always, we remain a close family with deep love and respect for each other. And, buddy, everything we've built and pal will continue to build. Okay, guy? So leave us alone now. How the fuck she lasts so long? Was it the Cuban cigar money dad sent him? Well, yet another Canadian who hates his guts. They have four kids. We ask you to respect our privacy. Thank you. The two are married. Uh, she was a former TV reporter in Quebec, eh? Oh, she spoke the Francais. Ah, the official language of Quebec is France. Uh-huh. 
Oui, oui. Pepe Le Pew is our favorite character because not only is he French, he also rapes. She's just... Uh, I don't know. I, I yeah. Here, Here's the thing. When I see this guy, I, I, I see... I see a lot of shirtless parties with the guys. I, that, that's what I see. I, I, he doesn't... Here's the thing about Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau doesn't... And maybe this is the whole Canadian part of him. But when you look at world leaders, you kind of look at him and you go, I want to see a little bad guy in there. I, I, I want to see a little, because we know they're all evil. I mean, look, look at Putin. Look at Kim Jong-Fatfuck. President Z. You know he's karate chopped somebody in the throat at least once or twice. You know that when President Z was walking around one day, somebody stupidly said, Slides off limits to Ching Chong. And Hayat! Bam, right in the throat. Killed him. Because he'd been trained to do that. Then there's Justin Trudeau. Justin Trudeau looks like he would happily grab your bags for you when you got out of the car. He's the kind of president you want to put in a nuggie. Give him a, a nuggie right on top of the head. Oh, Justin. Oh, world leader. Okay. Hey, remember that time you did blackface? Oh, I'm sorry. The One of the ten times that you did it and nothing happened to you? He, he looks like... He looks like a dumber version of Benedict Cumberbatch. You know, the, the actor Benedict Cumberbatch, who has the stupidest fucking name I've ever heard. My name is Abraham. I'm Benedict Cumberbatch. They let you change your name in Hollywood. How, how about Steve Johnson? What's wrong with Steve Johnson? Steve Johnson's easy to say. I prefer... Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. That's just a name you want to slap. Uh, who's coming tonight? Benedict Cumberbatch. Pat. Trudeau comes across as a gay Gavin Newsom. Boy, that is spot on. That is spot on. He's like, you know what? It, this is what it is. Justin Trudeau, not not necessarily gay. He's Gavin Newsom's downsy little brother. He has all three major kinds of retardation. Yay, Gavin! Gavin, yay! I speak French! Parlez-vous Francais? Yay! Oh, I'm going to hell. Benedict Cumberbatch sounds like a Harry Potter character. No shit. Nobody wants to say that name. All right. I had to see this this morning. You got to see this this morning. This happened on that terrible show yesterday called The View. When 67-year-old Whoopi Goldberg left producers cringing in horror while discussing how hard it is to have sex 
in a swimming pool. Hey, I heard it. Y'all got to hear it, too. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. The best sex is in Italy. I don't know why. I think there's something in the food. The I've been food, to a lot of different the countries. Wine. The wine, that's it. There are no, like, well, there's no junk in the and wine. And there's no sulfites. Yeah. You don't get headaches. You're not feeling hungover right. the next yeah. day. You can have an entire bottle. And you'll never have food poisoning. You know, if you bring it with you in a little <laughs> case, you have sex whenever you want to. That's true. <laughs> well, you could bring oh, sand. Yeah, hey, you you bring know what? Bring a little sand with you to make believe you're on the beach. Don't do that. I mean, what, what, why are they doing that? Is that what this show has, has, has spiraled down to, is a bunch of old gals talking about getting it on? Old gals that nobody has ever masturbated to? I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say it. No one has ever masturbated to the, um, the, the like, like when we put her in the highlight reel, nobody has ever put Whoopi Goldberg in their highlight reel. Not even Ted Danson when he was married to her. I bet you Ted, I, I, I don't know what Ted was thinking then. He must have had a lot of cocaine. How are any of these hens still relevant? She's having trouble having sex in a pool. Don't fat lesbians float. Cumberbatch sounds like a venereal disease. That bitch gave me Cumberbatch. Hearing that just made my penis shrivel like some demon that got splashed with holy water. Yeah, yeah, the producer didn't like it at all. But yes, no one has ever just decided to go, you know what? You know what? Um, yeah, I, 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 I want me some Whoopi Goldberg. All right, last story of the first break, then we got to get Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy in here. Yesterday, that... that um, we, we, we did a news story, and it was grotesque, and it was terrible, about Lizzo and how she had her backup dancers, who, by the way, are all fat, and she would body shame them for being fat, which I find awesome on her part. She wanted them to catch dildos out of strippers' vaginas, and they also, she also was trying to force them to eat bananas out of a gal's hoo-ha. So um, she released a statement yesterday because she's being sued over this. And the statement reads, I'm sorry, let me translate. I, I, I didn't want to play it for you. No, no, don't hit that. I'll, let me. And by the way, this is how you know this is bullshit. Because whoever wrote this, it wasn't Lizzo that wrote this. I'm going to tell you right now, one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh word using. Because I know funny shit. These last few days have been gut-wrenching. Now, come on. Come on. You can't, if you're fat-shaming somebody, you can't say it's gut-wrenching. I mean, stop it. My work ethic, morals, and respectfulness have been questioned. My character has been criticized. Usually I choose not to respond to false allegations, but these are as unbelievable as they sound and too outrageous not to be addressed. These sensationalized stories are coming from former employees who have already publicly admitted 
that they were told their behavior on tour was inappropriate and unprofessional. I'm not here to be looked at as a victim, but I also know that I am not the villain and that people in the media have portrayed me to be that. No, I have portrayed you to be a big, fat fucking cow. That is all I have portrayed you as. I am very open with my sexuality. Well, pardon me for one second. I cannot accept or allow people to use that openness to make me out to something I am not. There's something I take more serious than the respect we deserve as women in this world. I know what it feels like to be body shamed. Good. You should, you fat fuck. On a daily basis. Hell, I'll do it fucking minutely for you if you need me to. And would absolutely never criticize or terminate an employee because of their weight. Well, once again... As an artist, I've always been very passionate about what I do. I take my music and my performances seriously. I only want to put out the best art that represents me and my fans. But passion comes from hard work and high standards. I am hurt, but I will not let the good work I've done in this world. The good work that you've done in this world. Wow, is is your arm okay or did you break it patting yourself on the back there? I want to thank everyone who's reached out in support to lift me up and during this. That's a lot of people that reached out. If she got lifted up, that's about 200,000 people that reached out. Oh, stewardess, I speak spine, swine. <laughs> uh, I knew there was something off about her. Tell Lizzo to go scissor whoopee in the pool. Oh, Harrison. Harrison, why would you do this to me? Oh, who would you do? Who would you rather sleep with, Whoopi or Lizzo? Fuck. I got to play the game because it ain't fair not to play the game. I mean, I'd kill myself right afterwards. I'd go Whoopi. You know what, man? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's too old. That's that's putrefied. I don't. Oh God, fuck you, Harrison. Yeah, everybody, everybody gets to say that to you today, Harrison. Fuck you, Harrison. Dick. Sanchez family says, "Agreed, Steph. She makes me want to bathe in bleach and using a grenade as a bath bomb." Um, let's see, her making someone else's fault, she fat shamed by saying uh, she's been fat shamed is just when Kevin Spacey tried to use his homosexuality as a excuse for molesting young men. Now, I got to say something here. Now, now, now I was going to save this for Mikey's podcast, but I'm not going to save this for Mikey's podcast. Now, I'm not making light of people being mistreated. I am, because that's what I do to get by. Ken Dog says, morning, ass. Sorry I'm late. Arnie, I am requesting a show start at 8 to accommodate my schedule. I'll look into it. Um, no, Rev. You ain't going to get me. Um, I got a new conspiracy theory out there. Okay? This is going to be a wacky one. I think the government had something to do with Kevin Spacey because Kevin Spacey was on a show called House of Cards, and House of Cards was exposing how evil and how corrupt Washington, D.C. actually is. And they were doing it fucking fantastically. 
for five seasons. In the last season, they just shit to bed because Kevin Spacey was up on all these charges. Now, I got to say something here. Here's the thing I'll buy. Who is Kevin Spacey going to muscle around? Let's think about this. This isn't John claude Van Damme. This ain't Seagal. This ain't somebody that we would look at and go, oh, yeah, he'd kick the shit out of you. It's Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey made a movie about Bobby Darren, for Christ's sake. A movie I liked. I believe fuck you, Harrison, is the only correct response to that question. Damn right. Now, now once again, it Kevin Spacey has been found not guilty on any of these charges. Do you really buy the fact that Kevin Spacey... Now, now look, Kevin Spacey might have used his influence in Hollywood to get laid, but... Who doesn't use their influence to get laid? If you've got influence, that's what you use it for, to get laid. If you say, hey, if you want a part in a movie, but you got to tickle my butthole, do you want the part in the movie? Kevin Spacey's innocent, just like OJ. I just want to see the guy that Kevin Spacey manhandled. That's it. I want to know that those are at least two people that will nowhere be nowhere near my front line of defense. Kevin Spacey being one of those people. Uh, let's see. Spacey could manhandle Elliot Page. There you go. Maybe Elijah Wood. Maybe. I don't think he could. I think Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood was in that movie with fucking... Uh, wasn't it him? Well, I think it was Elijah Wood that was in that movie with a uh, dude from Sons of Anarchy about the soccer goons, and Elijah Wood learned how to fight. Yeah, it was Elijah Wood, because Daniel Radcliffe's the other one. Oh, Joey's my boy. At dinner, I saw his screw, uh, screensaver on his phone. It's a photo of him and Nicole. Not guilty. Well, there you go. There you go. All right, 775-357-FANS is the nombre. Green Street Hooligans, great movie. Uh, Arnie Radio One at gmail.com is where you can write the show. Uh, we will have Lake Chaho on, uh, Joe Murphy. We're not going to have the lake on. That would be stupid. Uh, but we're going to have him on next. We've got a little tribute to the, the ladies today. On a hill in Butcher Holler We were poor but we had love That's the one thing that daddy made sure of He shoveled coal to make a poor man's dollar Start all over, come. 
Bye. 
I, I found out he was kind of being sarcastic, I guess. Oh, man. Boy, I bet you found yeah. out the hard way, huh? Yeah, I went to Al's Color TV and Hi-Fi in a small town. Yeah. And I tried to wheel out the top-of-the-line plasma. I just put it in the cart with wheeling it out, you know, just no, like they do. Yeah. You know, one of those rocks. Well, I, I was apprehended. I spent a week in the county jail. Oh, yeah. So you don't want to try that in a small town, Joe. Yeah, that's what I figured out. Then I found out, oh, 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 that's what you don't. So I figured out. I was going to say, you know, while I was there, though, I was casing the joint. I, I thought, like, there's like 10 things you don't want to try. That's before I found out you don't want to. Try the things he says to try. Yeah, I, I wouldn't try those things. It's kind of a warning label. I didn't get far down the road at all. No, no, yeah. No, no. Yeah, that, that I, sucks. I a couple of things you don't do. You don't try to find an FM station. Okay? No. Don't try to. If you find an AM station, it, it's going to be Paul Harvey. So yeah. just forget about it. Yeah. And we've heard we've heard the rest of the story for years and years now. Yeah. So and that's all you're gonna hear is Paul Harvey. You might get a Rush Limbaugh if you really know how to tune your your AM radio. And you never want to try to pick up on the any girl named Ellie May. No. Now because no. there's like two or three bubbas down there going yeah. that city slicker done trying to hide his sausage in your girl. Mm. You know, so you don't want to do that. No, no, you don't want to def. Definitely not in a small town. You don't want to try that. <laughs> no, you do not want to do that. Yeah, and don't ask for direct. Don't ask for directions because they're going to be, you know, you got to hit the route forty and then go to the eight mile road. And, you know, and you're just looking for a freeway. And yeah. That, that, you know, they don't. You know, they're talking routes and and and, and lower forty stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, so you know, you're gonna once again, once again, something you don't want to do in a small town, Joe. <laughs> So yeah, I found out a whole bunch of things that yeah that you shouldn't try in a small town. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I look one one of those things that local cuisine is sometimes not very good in a small town. You don't want to yeah, try don't that. Yeah, don't don't Google restaurants. You're not going to drift off. You may not have internet, but you know, don't Google anything because you know it's right there at that right. You know how those four wires hang across the the main. Road, oh, yeah. Then yeah. you have the flashing red light. That's the only light in the town. Mm-hmm. Oh, here, definitely something you don't want to try in a small town. Sushi. You don't want to try that in a small town unless it's a small yeah. town in Japan. Yeah, I know. I went to the the swamp, sushi, and free pool. And I was like, okay, you know, I was hoping the pool was pool, like a pool table. Yeah, so, yeah, free pool and sushi. Uh, yeah, it's a swamp, they call it. It was a yeah. great name for a sushi bar. Well, see, we got we got Earl's House of Sushi here, and, and, and Earl went and got all them kung fu letters, and, and Earl's House of Sushi. It, not very good. <laughs> yeah, you, you're better off at an AM, PM. Get, out, get the hell out of there because, uh, <laughs> you know, you, yeah, you don't want to. Yeah, you run that red light, and you got an out-of-state place, you're in for But the last thing you ever want to do in a small town, ever, last thing, okay. is walk back across the bridge when Brian Dennehy is in a cop car. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you definitely don't want to do that in a small town. You jumpers, bud. Oh, I mean, I mean you're going to end up in a mountain range somewhere. You're going to be stitching yourself up with a really kick-ass knife. But yeah, and, the animal, and the animal lovers are going to be pissed when they hear the dogs die. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you definitely don't want to do that in a small town. In <laughs> a small town. Oh, but I love small towns. You can drive drunk. I do not encourage <laughs> that. I'm sorry. Now, Joe, uh, I know that you uh, you were raised a religious feller. 
Uh, and you're a, you're a fine Irish Catholic boy, correct? Yes, I was raised Irish Catholic. That's correct, um, and I am uh, Irish Catholic. Yeah. I, uh, I I I I am very very uh, fascinated by people in their religions and in religion in general. I'm very very fascinated by it. Um, one thing that I've always wanted to know, and now that I have a an Irish Catholic young man on my show, why is it? Because there's a story about how the Pope is in Europe and he's, you know, trying to, you know, you know, instill peace with people. He's kissing babies and shaking hands. He's, it's like national teen, uh, the, all the teen, the Catholic teens are getting together, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my question. Why has the Pope always got to be so fucking old? I don't know. Do you think they'd get a 6'5 sophomore out of Tuskegee? Yeah, you know, I, I mean, I mean, Pope Francis. I know. He's always so, you know, it's so hard. It, what's really weird is like even there's a there's a uh, cardinal in New York. Uh, he's really really a smart clever guy, you know. He was the guy that said you know because you know of course I will never defend any type of child molestation. He he was saying you know the seventy like seventy three seventy eight percent of 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 male uh, child molesters are married men married mm. men. So you know, but but he he's got a, he doesn't even have a shot. He's like he's like the highest ranking cardinal here in the United States. Is it Albert Pujols? He just doesn't even have a shot. You know, uh, it, so Joe, it's just really weird how they you know they do the smoke thing. Joe, Joe <laughs> you, you missed that. I, I have a question. They smoke up. I don't know why, but I don't know why. What it's a very secretive thing, but you know I don't know who gets nominated or what. But yeah, it's always somebody guy that's been there since the Last Supper. Yeah. I mean, seriously, you missed out because you, you were rambling. Uh, you said the highest-ranking cardinal. I, I asked if it was Albert Pujols, but you didn't say anything. So, uh, oh, I, I, I was rambling. Yeah, yeah. Albert. Yeah. Who, no, I went with Johnny Molina. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I've seen the process. The 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 whole idea with the white smoke coming out, and that knows that 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 he's dead, right? And and then like the other smoke comes out saying they picked a new one. Why, why can't they get a young guy? Like, like 35, 36 years old, he's going to be around for a while. Yeah, you know, and there really are – there's, a, there's a, a priest here in town who he's on Facebook. He's real hip. He's real, like, trying to – you know, and I think it's a good thing. You know, he's reaching people because, you know, the Catholic Church is not like – you know, people aren't swarming to the Catholic Church. You know, and it's like uh, they need somebody that can attract and and can you know because all all Christian faiths you know people are like religion just causes war. All Christian faith, if you followed really followed your faith, you would be a peaceful person, a forgiving peaceful person. That's but they don't you know people don't do that, and then that's why they fight over it. And, and look, I'm not trying I'm not trying to make fun of the religion here. People are saying uh, nobody under eighty is going to wear those fucking stupid hats. Black smoke is dead. White smoke, new pick. The process is called the conclave. Can't we conclave like a forty-two-year-old? Yeah. How about a forty-two-year-old that's going to be around a while? Yeah, I know. Uh, they, they, you know, it's like, you know, so we got to get hip. Just like, we got to be like the USFL. We got to get wild, <laughs> wacky, out, shake things up instead of staying old school. But uh, you know what is. Uh, Still, the most recognizable leader of a church. 
Oh, God, you know? yeah. Ne- next to Joel Osteen, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Joel uh, Osteen. Um, well, and the gemstones. Oh, yeah, the gem- uh, The fucking Eli gemstone is a national treasure. <laughs> um, I got to say, um, you and I have probably had a lot of jobs. You and I probably have a lot of similarities in our backgrounds, that we've done a lot of things, and we ended up in radio, and we ended up loving radio. But we did a lot of shit beforehand. I got to ask you a question. Because there's a story out of central New York about a guy who left the post office in a f- just an awesome way, the way he quit. He actually left the, 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 the car. He left the fucking postal thing there, and he just put a note on the car, I quit. And then he sent a special cake two days later. So I'm just wondering, what's the best way you've ever quit a job? Well, the best way, I, you know, I when I was a kid, my, one of my first jobs, I was like 15, I worked at Baskin Robbins. And I remember one time I cashed my check at the store at $37, I had 37 ones, and I was balling. You know, I'm walking through Park Lane Mall, like I got it going on. I think I was playing a Saturday Night Fever thing. Mm-hmm. But but uh, that, that one, when we went, I, then I went to the big yellow house to be a busboy, and I just ran by and threw my uniform in and said I quit. He sent a cake, and it, it's a picture of himself and says, sorry for your loss, and he's flipping them <laughs> off. That's fantastic. But the best thing that ever happened, I worked at Tesla for a while. Okay. And, and no, people, I was not a champ. I'm a professional. Okay, I worked for Tesla. And uh, so uh, I worked there for a while, and then when, when, I, but when I quit, I didn't go tell anybody. I just, just stopped coming. I mean, because I would literally walk out of my door at 4 in the morning, and come back in my front door at like eight o'clock at night, and and it just was too much. I mean, you know, I mean, you you've got my eating I have to do, <laughs> my diet right. I have to fit into that. I mean, it's like sixteen hours a day. I've got stuff to do. I'm an international sex worker. Exactly. You you are a decorated international sex worker. And I'm out at Tesla working, busting my ass. Yeah, that's right. Building the cars that are catching on fire. I was probably on shift at that time. Most um, likely. So, <laughs> there's a couple of batteries. Look, let it go. Slide it through, buddy. Let's go. So, uh, so I just left. You know, I just stopped coming. I mean, you know, it, that, that place was so unbelievable. It's going to be like the biggest building in the world. You would be in there, and there'd be like drywall down a hallway. The next day, that drywall would be gone, and it'd be like two football fields of room. You know, it was. You could take twenty minutes to use the restroom. Literally, you could, and no problem. It was so unbelievable. So after a while, I just, you know, I just couldn't do it, and uh, I just stopped coming. Well, like ninety days later. I get this huge drop in my bank account for all my paid time off. <laughs> <laughs> like 90 days later, it's like one day I have a bling on my phone. I look at it. It's like $800 or something like that in there. And it's like, oh, my vacation time. Yeah, well, about time. Thank you very much. Oh, that's great. That was, yeah, it was unbelievable. And, you know, so, of course, uh, you know, I didn't want to shit, you know, Ruffling feathers. I just let no. it slide. I didn't want to tell anybody yeah, about it. Yeah, I don't blame you. The worst two jobs I ever had, one was right out of high school. Um, I worked at UPS during the Christmas time. And I had to stack the trucks. And I wasn't very good at it because you had to read this. And I remember I walked out at lunch. Like, like you, you could only work five-hour shifts there because you were working your ass off. 
And at two and a half hours, they, they let you take a break. I left. And the, the, the HR guy is running after me. He's like, you're you're walking away from $15 an hour. And in 1990, that was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was yeah. like, this job fucking sucks. But the best job I ever quit was like two years later. My parents had relocated to Reno. When I first moved to Reno, I got a job at Big Five Sports. Now, let me tell you, Big Five Sports is the stupidest sporting goods store to ever work for because you have to except wear a shoes, shirt and tie. Except the shoes, yeah. Go ahead. You got to wear, wear a fucking shirt and tie at a sporting goods store. I thought that was fucking ridiculous. So I, I was working there. I hated my boss. I hated the job. <laughs> so one day at lunch, I decided, hey, I'm going to go to Hooters down the street because I'm quitting. Because school was like, <laughs> school was starting like, Two weeks later, and I was, I was going to be a full-time student at UNR. So I, I went to Hooters, and I literally, they had 60-ounce pitchers. I drank three pitchers of beer in an hour. And I called the workplace. I said, yeah, this is Arnie, and I'm fucked up right now, and I fucking quit. And I just hung up. Yeah, you know, I had a... Uh... I had one of those two-hour gigs like you did, too. I don't know if you've ever heard of SK. If you can't get a job at SK Foods, then you need to be a stand-in on, uh, you know, what was <laughs> with Corky. Anyway. Life goes because, on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you get SK Foods, they make, like, the, the, the egg biscuit for Starbucks. You okay. Know? It's, it's, All right. So it's freezing. It's about 33 degrees in there. You get into the suit. You go through the sanitizing thing. It sanitizes you. You're completely covered. And here comes the conveyor belt. And I'm the egg guy. So I'm putting these discs, these hockey pucks that are eggs on the thing as they're going by. It turns into the whole Lucy thing, you know, almost, where the things are going. I'm, I'm getting vertigo. I'm like getting, they're like, oh, just look up once in a while. Oh, yeah, right. Then there'll be like two of the eggs stuck together, you know, they're screaming at me and I'm just dizzy as fuck and I'm just like, okay, first break, <laughs> it was like 11 bucks an hour. I went into the restroom and the stall took off my, you know, hazmat suit or whatever the hell I was wearing and got the hell out of there because it was like, there's no way. I, I was for three days. Oh, man. Chazman says a great way to quit. I quit a 14-year job after calling in sick for a couple days and then sending an email saying I quit effectively immediately. That is great. That is fantastic. Um, now My catalytic the- converter job ended with some law enforcement involved. <laughs> that's a whole different thing. Um, let's talk some sports now, Joe. Right now, it's really not that big a thing that's going on. But it is big, but nobody's paying attention to, thank God, because it's on in the middle of the night. The Women's World Cup. What an embarrassment for America. Yeah, you know, we just, well, you know, there's there's high hopes. You know, the world's getting better, just like we're getting better at soccer. The men are. Uh, We we still have a long way to go. You know, the women, uh, you know, look at South Korea tying last night. So they're getting better. But, yeah, we're expected to roll, especially we're just popping off, talking trash for a month before this thing, and now we're barely surviving. And now I guess guess we're in the knockout stage now, and – I believe it's around the 16, and so they play. It's going to be, you know, they go till, 
you know, uh, somebody wins. I guess they, they have a shootout. I'm not sure of the total of the rules. But, yeah, I believe there's going to be 16 after the next day or two, and then, boom, you're gone. Oh, we're, we're, we're at the round of 16. We're in the sweet 16 right now. Uh, U.S. has got a game uh, on the 6th at 4 a.m. Eastern Standard Time against a Sweden. And the winner of that game plays the winner of Japan-Norway. Oh, we're not, we're not making it past these two. I'm just going to tell you right now, women are going to get eliminated quick. Really? Yeah, because I will be playing my ABBA greatest hits. Oh, yeah? Oh. <laughs> the Swedish supergroup, ABBA, yeah. I, I, um, I'm wondering if Ikea is going to have a watching party. Yeah, well, put the, you got to put it together first. But, uh, you know, I, I hope, I mean, I hope they win, but yeah, they, I mean, they, yeah, they're, they're really, people are like kind of in shock, like, wow, they're not just blowing through people. And, uh, it, you know, the, the great thing about it is, is if you, you're up, but say you can't sleep or something, you, you can bet, you got a little action. You can put a little couple bucks on the, on the side, <laughs> one in the morning. I love having a little action at one in the morning. You got to have action at one in the morning. Do we have a? Do, do you have any lines on this game? Have you seen anything? Uh, let's see uh, what a point spread is in this game uh, against. Uh, let's see. Let's see if I can go to the sixth. They have what they do, and this guy argued with me at a okay. bar one time about this. There's two and three, but you they they have it where you can bet win, draw, or lose, and then they have it. Where they, you know, might be favored by a goal and a half or something like that. I'm gonna find that out right now. Well, I, I so found the line for the game. Ways to bet. Um, now, maybe you can explain this to me. I've never understood this, and yes, I lived in Reno for eight years. When it says the USA is plus one fifteen, what does that mean? Okay. Let me see if I can find. Okay, yeah. Um, USA women. No, I thought it was the men. Okay, so there's, there's, there's. This is a three-way bet. I'll get to yours in one second. Okay. Yeah, yeah actually, I'm kind of. This is the. There's three things that can happen. So we're not. Well, though they're gonna have to have, I guess, a, 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 a. They'd have to have a. What do they call that? A. When they have to, they kick. Uh, penalty shots or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. A or not penalty shots. Um. A shootout. A shootout, right? Yeah. So, uh, so the women of Sweden are plus two forty, but the, the Sweden wins that game, which means they have to win it. I think in FT, whatever that is, full time is that whatever. And then for every dollar you bet, you win two forty five plus your dollar back. So you bet a dollar that Sweden wins, you get three forty five back. You bet that there's a draw. Now, the draw would be after full-time, boom, one-to-one. There still has to be a winner. They're going to have to have a But if they, if they went to a draw, for every dollar you bet, you'd win $2.10. That's getting you back $3.10. And if you bet on the USA to win it, you, for every dollar you get a dollar fifteen. You bet a buck on the USA, you're going to get two fifteen back. Okay. But they got to win it. If it's a draw and they win in, in, in a, a shootout, or you know, uh, they then then you don't win. You you lose because okay. uh, they have to win it. That's why they're all plus money. All three of those could actually no the, no no they could because the draw would win right. So uh, and then if you wanted just that the regular let's see. Sweden is minus or plus a half a goal. Mm. Yeah. So you 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 plus a half a goal, but you might got to bet the dollar thirty to win a dollar. So you have to come up with a buck thirty. Sweden wins. 
obviously they have to win by a goal because there's no half goals. Right. That's why they, they do that on purpose. And so, and then America is uh, even money minus a half goal. So we got to win the thing and you're, you every dollar, you win a dollar. And here, here's the most exciting way. number right here. The over under for the game is two and a half. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I, you know what? I bet last night, I bet over three goals in that South Korea game. They scored two. So I'm flying well, South Korea goals. today. Good anyway. Lord. Yeah, yeah. You better sell your soul to South Korea. You better go rescue that army guy that fucking. <laughs> I'm not hitting the DMZ, buddy. I'm in KFC <laughs> over there. So, so the women are not favored. The, the over-under is two and a half, meaning there is no reason for me to watch any of this shit. Right. Well, actually, they are everybody happy. If you want to bet, there's two ways to bet. I sat and argued with this guy, and I kept telling him, you know, I've been working in sports books for years, but it's, uh, trust me, there's one way, there's a two, it's called two and three, but the two ways, hey, USA minus a half a goal, even money. So if you so if, if they end in one-one tie, you better have Sweden because you're playing. You win by a half a goal, but you you're also laying a, you're paying a dollar thirty to win a dollar. Or there's the three-way: Sweden, the draw, or USA. You know, Sweden tie. Mm-hmm. They're you know three-way. So uh, it's it just just sucks because I would you know of course everybody's going to bet on the USA and. We'll see what that goes to, but uh, we need to see. You know what? We need we need to get some of those uh, men that identify as women on the team. <laughs> now let's switch gears over to uh, Major League Baseball before we talk football. Um, the trade deadline has come and gone. Texas Rangers made out like bandits, picking up a couple pitchers from St. Louis and picking up Max Scherzer, who is starting today for the first place Texas Rangers. Um Justin Verlander got dealt from the Mets to the Astros. Fucking Astros. Um, who, who was that that I saw? That? Who went to the Astros? What's his name? Verlander. Uh, 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 what did you say? Uh, Verlander. Verlander, right. Verlander, right. Yeah, so um, right now, uh, as far as baseball goes, let's see the standings. Um, in the American League West, my beloved Rangers are a half game above the cheating Disastros. Uh, the Mariners are six games behind. They're done. Um, the twi- I want you to one time, I want you to one time try to say the Rangers without an adjective before them, like beloved, superhero, whatever, okay. you know, just say the team once. Okay. okay. The, the extraordinary <laughs> Texas Rangers. Sorry, I had to. Um, we got Baltimore, who's a game and a half above Tampa, Minnesota, two games above Cleveland. Um, it's a tight race everywhere in the American League. What do you see happening, Joe? I, you know, I, I've been following a little bit, you know, but, you know, I'm so busy with my work. Yes. You know, I've been doing a lot of German and, and Taiwanese and Thailand work. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, because I, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I, I love the Padres. The Padres didn't. Can you keep it down back there, please? Hey, hey, Joe. Joe I heard somebody Joe, back in the studio. Joe, What's Joe, Joe, we're talking about the American League. I know. I'm getting to it. My tech team is horrible. Okay. Is, is that the group you refer to in your new musical that you're producing, Joe and the Lady Boys? Joe and the Lady Boys. It's kind of like Jersey Boys, yeah. only it's much gayer. <laughs> okay, good. It's based in <laughs> Thailand as well. You know, we do what we can. Uh, so, in the American League, what do you see shaking up? 
I hope the Yankees finish under 500. I know that. Um, I love your, uh, I do like your uh, Rangers. I'm kind of rooting for them. Oh, but yes, I forgot to bring up, I think they got swept, didn't they? Yeah, they, they, they got swept last weekend against a, uh, a pretty rotten San Diego Padres team. I know, I know. Boy, We're that horrible. hurt. That that Where that that one hurt, man. It really did. And I thought, man, yeah, because you know we need to sweep the Giants and we need to sweep the Dodgers to, right. to make gain some ground. But no, we sweep some of the American League team that you know comes into town. It's ridiculous, but uh, but I know that hurts because it's rare that I get a. <laughs> Uh, rather than I get a sweep with the Padres. Yeah. You know, I'm having trouble with this thing. So the American League, Baltimore, I love Baltimore. They've always sucked, and now they're they're playing great. I'd love to see Baltimore in it, totally. Um, and uh, I hate the Yankees, so uh, let's see. I'd, I'd love to see who, who, who's on top in the West, the American League West. The, the beloved Texas Rangers. Wow, that's right. Yeah. I was thinking – Mm, yeah, yeah, they're pre- they're pretty damn Rangers, good. Rangers, Orioles, uh, Padres, and uh, Braves. Oh, okay, all right. So the American League, you you've got the Braves have a twelve game lead over the Phillies. That division's over. Cincinnati. Oh, by the way, Joe, Joe, um, I know that you are a longtime Cincinnati Red fan, correct? Um, I'm a Padre fan, but here's the thing: I, when I was a little kid. I, you know, they, that's the only time you're allowed to be a front runner. Right. When you're a little kid, somebody wins the Super Bowl, you love the team. The Reds were winning. My mom would let me even stay home from school because I was a great student. Thank you, Mom. And I could watch the playoff games when they were free on ABC, I remember. And so I became a Reds fan. But then I, when I was the groundskeeper at, for the Padres single A, I became a Padres fan. So I'm a real Padres fan. But I always root for the Reds, yes. Yeah, that was my original team. Are you Are you in any way in uh, in in employed by the Reds and maybe their minor league organization, the Chattanooga Lookouts, because they released a shirt this week that said Nuga with eyes on there, and a lot of people took that the wrong way. Okay, wait a minute. Nuga stood for what? The Chattanooga Lookouts. So the shirt was a shirt, and it it had N and then two eyes and then G-A. Now, what could that be? What is two eyes? What is that? That's Chattanooga. Wouldn't it be an O, like Noga or something? I, I thought there was a U there, but that's kind of, I think that's French for Noga. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, you are so gold. You don't even fucking know it. You know um, what I mean, Holmes? You know, uh, we ain't even playing. You feel me? Mm-hmm. The Cubs are... They, <laughs> I tell you, the, the, the National League Central is about the only real wet race to watch. I mean, the Dodgers and Giants, two and a half games. Arizona's five and a half back. Central, you got the Reds. Brewers are a half game out. The Cubs, who are hitting the ball, lights out, are three games out. That could be anybody's division. That could be the one division worth watching. Yeah, and if Brian Sandberg gets hot, look out. Amen to that, boy. Sandberg and Dunstan, boy, that's a double play. Grace, Mark Grace, remember that team? Oh, that was great. Ron Say on the other corner. Man, oh, man, that was a team. <laughs> oh, God, Harry Carey in the booth. Everybody oh. waffles. The only thing, the only thing is, <laughs> I, I wish. Yeah. I wish they would have had a DH because then Leon Durham could have stayed on the team. Can you imagine Leon Durham and Andre Dawson on the same team? 
Man. Yeah, that, I mean, that, you have to add a DH back then. You know, it's like, you know, like, you know, like Jose Canseco trapped in the American League, buddy. Nobody yeah. wants you out fielding balls with your fucking steroid head, okay, buddy? Uh, I am very much looking forward to the end of baseball. It's going to be a great race, and the end of baseball means one thing and one thing really only, and that means it's football time. And oh, man, it's so close. It's getting here, buddy. We are, we are thir- what is it, it, 30 days away from college football starting, and there's a big talk out there that the, the Florida State University could be leaving the ACC. Yep, the Big Ten looking at Washington and Oregon. I mean, everybody, it could be super conferences like we said. Yeah, but the Florida State, leaving the ACC, they probably belong in the SEC. Is that where you'd put them? I, I mean, I, here's the I question. Mean, uh, geographically, you would think so, but anymore, you know, I mean, UCLA could be in the Big East for all we know. You know, it's like they don't care anymore, but that's where I would think. You, you remember the Bobby Bowden, Florida State, the Charlie Ward? Oh, God, team, yeah. Those guys belong in the Those guys could have played in the SEC. See, th- this is the, the conundrum, and Harrison just wrote Texas Tech 2023-24 Big 12 champs. My fucking ass, Harrison. Yeah, the Red Raiders. The Red Raiders no. they'll throw for 500 yards a game and lose 62 to 61. Okay? Damn right. They'll, they'll, last in, they'll lose in the last two minutes, or they'll get beat 73 to nothing like a couple years ago in Austin. Yeah, yeah. But that's a whole different story. Um, so if you're the SEC and you have to choose between Clemson and Florida State, who do you take? Oh, well, that, well, that's a tough. If you're, if you're the man, that's a tough one because Clemson's always been there. I mean, it is. I mean, you got a built-in rivalry with South Carolina, but Florida State has a built-in rivalry with, you know. And and by the way, what happens to the University of Miami? You know, the Canes need to. Uh, the Canes need to line up. But, you know, Notre Dame's the only team, and I think that's going to wear out. Notre Dame's the only one that, you know, oh, we're going to be in the Big East. We're going to be here and there with all our other sports, but we're an independent in football. Uh, and, you know, get their own NBC deal. I mean, they have a better deal. They have a TV. One school has a TV deal. The Pac-12 doesn't have a TV. They have, like, an Apple you know, deal. <laughs> um, seriously. And so, but I think that's going to wear out. I think you're going to have to join. It's going to become like the NFL. There's going to be like three power conferences and they're just going to be, you know, it's just, you know, and the money's going to start flowing. It's going to be a free for all, uh, super football. Like, you know, we love college football. I hope they don't wreck it, Arnie. Oh, but I mean, the signs are already posted. Look, look, the SEC is going to, if the SEC want to be smart, this is who they. This is what they would do. You've got Texas and Oklahoma. You've got LSU. You've got Arkansas. You've got the Southeast. You've got you've got A and M. Unfortunately, um, but you're going to tie them all together, and you got teams that really shouldn't be in the SEC. Teams like Mississippi State. Mississippi State Vanderbilt. is trash. Vanderbilt is absolute positive garbage. Okay. Right, but the thing is that we, but we can't get those schools. They know that's an old tradition and what it used to be. Remember the bowl games and, you know, if they, I mean, then these guys, the rich get richer and the poor get poorer. And I, I, I don't want to see that happen in, in football, in college football. But you know, it's been going on for a while, and you're gonna. I think it's gonna be like you know, it's gonna be like India. There is no middle class. You're well, gonna be either poor or rich. Well, the, the the same thing is going to happen in the Big Ten. 
The Big Ten is going to stay rich. They've got Michigan. They've got Penn State. They've got Ohio State. USC, UCLA. No, no, those two should not be in the Big Ten. That's stupid. They, they're in the. Well, I mean, we're just, we're just nutting up. We're just making our conference. We're taking the USC's one, the national championships. But boom, now they're in the Big Ten. We're, we're, you know, we're trying to become. uh, I know geographically, like I said, it doesn't fit, but they don't care anymore. I mean. No, I, uh, I get it, but, but, but you can still geographically do it. I mean, if you were to think about it, yeah, some small schools are going to get. You know, blown away. It, it, you know, you you keep them in there. I, I don't know. Like, Indiana, they suck at football. Purdue is not worth the shit. Northwestern, how about you put some powerhouses in there? Notre Dame, get off your fucking ass. You're a Big Ten school, for fuck's sake. Or Act you like join it. something. You know, you're going to have to, but they got their own TV deal. We'll see what happens with that NBC deal. You know, runs its course. Plus the Big Ten, like I said, they're looking to get Oregon. What if you? What if the Big Ten also lands Oregon, UCLA, yeah. USC? I mean, they're boom. They're right up there. Everybody wants to be. Everybody knows the SEC was the, was was the bad boys. Those guys at the conference, and where everybody's trying. To, well, a couple of them, the, the Big Ten, and I think the Big Twelve is making a serious move to try to both be. You know, we want to we want to show. Hey, SEC, you ain't got nothing on me. Shit, the the Big Twelve can suck my ass. They're going to fuck us over in, in calls this year. I already know it. Um, but, I mean, you, 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 the the two biggest dogs are leaving the yard, leaving Tech to be, and, and no offense yeah. to Tech fans, but, but Tech is going to be the biggest dog in the yard next to BYU, and now Colorado is talking about coming back to the Big 12. What is Nebraska next? No, no, was we the dude. That's why. That's the one thing. Nebraska was smart. Years ago, they knew. They saw. They got out of the Big Twelve, joined the Big Ten. Boom, we're in the Big Ten. For they saw the TV deal. They do the TV. I see. Once they went to the Big Ten, dude. I living out here in Reno. I saw them more times than I ever saw them in the Big Twelve. On the Big Twelve, on my TV, I was able to get them a lot when they were in the Big Ten. And I think they knew what they were doing. And this whole conference thing, you know, they get these teams. Well, they already got USC and UCLA. Yeah. And, I mean, so it's going to be, you know, it's going it, to – well, it's obviously a power five, but the power five might shift to a power three in the next mm-hmm. couple of oh, years. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Harrison says OU is sub-500 in the Big 12. Texas finished fourth, but somehow they're ready for the SEC. Well, let, let me ask you this, Harrison. Harrison, do you remember when Missouri left the Big 12 – a team that never, ever contended for a Big 12 title. Missouri, who was dog shit and was terrible. You remember that? You remember how they were so bad? And their first year in the SEC, they were in the SEC championship game. So, That's crazy. So don't tell me that the SEC, yes, they put out a lot of draft picks. And, yes, they win a national title because mainly one team has 58 NFL players on it. But the SEC, let, let, I'm just going to say this for the record. The SEC is the most overrated conference I've ever seen in my entire life. And this is pre Yes, it is for sure now. A few years ago, I didn't think so. But now, no. I think it's a little overrated. You're right. It's always been overrated because it's always been Alabama. And then if they're lucky, they've got LSU and Florida playing well. And maybe Auburn playing well one season. But you do not get a conference of ass kickers. You do not yeah, get that. Yeah, it's a little top-heavy. You're right. Tennessee is a fucking joke. Tennessee will fucking fail yet again. Vanderbilt's never contended. Kentucky is a joke. Kentucky's a basketball school. It's like Kansas in the Big 12. Kansas is a fucking basketball school. 
I know. I know. We could, me and you could make the baseball team. Fuck. <laughs> I, I think, I think at Kansas, we could almost make the damn football team. That's how shitty Kansas is. I know, but don't remember, you got Rock Chuck Jayhawk a couple years ago, didn't you? So just let's no, move on from that. I know yeah. that hurt. I mean, it, to me, it's just, just play the game. Just play yeah. the game and, and look. Yeah. look. I love some Paris. You want to see Paris. Like I said, it's, like I said, it's a little topic. There's this domination in the in the SEC. You want to, I love a conference where think Wisconsin could beat Ohio State one year, you know, and, and upsets and, and close games and, you know, some parity and things. That makes it exciting when it's just, when you, when, every time you go to the sports with oh, Alabama, they're favored by 39. Okay. You know, every week. It's just like, you know, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's boring. I want. Yes. I, I love upsets. I love you know, play the game. Go out and play the game. Leave it all on the field. And all of a sudden, oh, you did it, don't everybody? Yeah, I can't believe what I saw today. The Lord took me out, and I've seen it all. <laughs> you know. I want to see something here. Let's see. Texas Longhorns versus Alabama. Alabama, uh, twenty twenty-three. Betting. Uh, I, I want to see what the line is on this so far. Betting odds, because I'm gonna tell you right now, Texas is a seven. Uh, Alabama is a seven point favorite against Texas this year. Alabama lost a fucking Heisman Trophy quarterback. They lost their entire defense. Texas is going to win that game. I'm just telling Where's you right now. Game being played. It's in Alabama. We should have beat them in Austin last okay, year. Okay, you favor by Alabama favorite by seven and a half. Mm-hmm. I would definitely take the points. I would roll with your text, boys. Now, is Arch on the team? No, Arch is on the team, but Arch ain't good enough to be the starter yet. He's got two guys that are beating his ass. All right, I'll have my guy go work with him. I'm telling you right now, Quinn Ewers is going to fucking do it this year, and I'm calling the beat. I'm calling the beating. And it, it's and, not going to be an we, ass. We got a, we got a, a Texas uh, uh, Longhorn uh, portal guy that's uh, trying to he's trying to probably get the top spot here in Nebraska. Yeah, there you go. So there you go. So I, I'm calling it right now uh, that, that the Longhorns are beating Alabama this year. You heard it here first. God damn it. You know, and I'm just so excited because we are in the month that there will be a college football game. There will be a college football game in the month of August. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. And, and, and now we have to transition to our, our NFL coverage uh, because there's an NFL game coming up very, very soon. Longhorns couldn't beat Washington. Harrison, you are you are treading on thin ice, boy, because as soon as Tech loses, I'm calling you. Uh, uh, here we go. Is tonight the Hall of Fame game? Yeah, I believe it's tomorrow night. Okay, tomorrow night, the Hall of Fame game. The Jets against the Browns. Jets favored by one and a half. The over under the total thirty three and a half. What did we do to you, NFL, to deserve that? We want to see Aaron Rodgers. It, take like three snaps. He ain't even gonna play. He's yeah, not he even gonna take play, a snap. But the Jets against Cleveland in the Hall of Fame game, two teams that have probably the least amount of people in the Hall of Fame, and they're gonna play in the Hall of Fame game. Sometimes you got to reach out to people and make them feel good. It's tonight. Okay, the game is tonight. So oh, it is tonight. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's on NBC. I, what is it on? Is it on free or do we have to sign up for seven streaming services to get it? <laughs> it's on NBC starting at uh, 5 o'clock your time. Uh, okay. I am not going to watch this. I, I don't want to see the, the Hall of Famers paraded around in, in convertibles. 
I don't want to see the Yellow Jackets. I don't want any of that. This game I is have, terrible. I have action on the game. Oh, of course you do. What did you take? I got a two-team parlay, Jets and Overs. Jesus Christ. Now, you know what? I'm scrambling. I got nothing. You know, an old Vegas gambler once told me, I'm hoping to break even this week. I need the money. <laughs> All right. So let's see. The next game is uh, then going to be Thursday, August 10th. Uh, so next week we'll have we'll, we'll have some preseason matchups next week because everybody's playing next week. God almighty, the fucking Hall of Fame game. What an abortion that is. <laughs> I know. Ken. The, 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 I mean, the, that stadium, come on, that thing's older than the old Comiskey, I think. Yeah, at Tom Benson Hall of Fame Stadium in Canton, Ohio. Look, I, I get I get the pageantry. I get the, 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 the shit. I get it. I understand. But the Jets versus the Browns, were the Lions not available? I know, with the Jags, whether they yeah. over in Hawaii. Well, I mean, so, and then who are the guys that were inducted in the Hall of Fame this year? Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, that's what I mean, Hall of Fame. Who knows? It's not like Lawrence Taylor or, you know, Joe Montana. It's, you know, the guy had three tackles. Now he's in. I mean, this is all, uh, Jacksonville, it, does Jacksonville have their training camp in London since half their games are there? I know. They sent him over to – there's going to be a ton of – you know, I, the, the Cornhuskers play in Dublin, Ireland this year. Why? Well, they, 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 they have, there's, a, there's a place over there that has 16 beers on tap. <laughs> <laughs> are, are they so, at least playing Notre Dame? I think they're playing Northwestern. That's bullshit. The only team they're, that can play in Ireland is fucking Notre Dame. I know. It was supposed to be, I, I think it was, it was supposed to be Purdue, at least near Notre Dame, but, but uh, it was during the COVID. They had to cancel it during COVID. Now they're making it up. They're doing oh, it now. for Christ's sake. Northwestern and Nebraska in the middle of England, in, in Ireland? No, Ireland, Dublin. In, in, in Ireland? Those people aren't going to know what the hell is going on. They don't know what a corn husker is. Well, they know that beer sales will go through the roof. <laughs> Good God Almighty! It's gonna be a 9 a.m. game, I think, or something. I can't wait for it. I just we got this new coach. I mean, I am so fired up over college football. You know that uh, it's just so close that uh, you know they they have like 25 days of practice, and then boom, it's time to it's time to play. And uh, you and me both now. You know, I always ask people if you had to choose, if you had a gun to your head, you had to choose where you had, you could watch football on Saturday or you could watch football on Sunday. Which day would you choose? I'm Saturday. No, no questions asked. Saturday. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. Put the gun down. Zach Thomas is being inducted in the Hall of Fame. Guns up. Uh, Texas Tech graduate, Zach Thomas. He's one of the Hall of Famers tonight. Uh, all right, last story here, Joe. I didn't prepare you for this because uh, you don't like to talk about this very much. But, uh, Joe, I know that at one time in your life you started your own religion. I did. And uh, you had lots of followers. Well, I think one of your followers has uh, been picked up in State Line, Nevada, my friend. I think I know the story, but let's go ahead. I, I, you know, I don't like to hide anything from the people. I do it for the people. This is about 26-year-old. If the name, if you, the name will probably, you'll remember it. Um, Mark Anthony Gonzalez 
he was found. Uh, he entered two state line resort condominiums by opening unlocked screen doors. Once inside, he placed himself at the foot of the bed and rubbed the feet of two separate women. He got, you know what, he got a D in our foot fetish class. Yeah. And then he did very, very poorly on the midterm. So I expected to see some odd behavior from this young man. Yeah, see, this I, I knew this would be one of your followers that somehow they ended up, you know, We're not a cult. No, no, I, I, I never said you're a These cult. Are payable too. <laughs> no, no, you're, you, you just had followers because you're a, a charismatic fella and you can get people to listen to you. Like that guy up in Oregon, the guy the, with the orange turban. Yeah, oh, that guy. And and uh, look, I, I remember when you started your, your, your organization, you wanted me to join and you presented me a, a jumpsuit, but it was too small. And that's the only reason why I didn't join. Well, we, we did see your foot presentation on Facebook, which, you know, I haven't seen. I haven't seen something that horrible since the last Coldplay album. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and I, I and I know one thing for sure. There was somebody that was very upset they were not asked to join your group. Who's that? Uh, that would be Chris Payne. Oh my gosh, Chris Payne! I know. You know, he's he's. In, I think he's in a bear furry bear club or oh, something. He's okay. on the same night we do. So I got you. You're having trouble, but I do want to say congrats to Jamin J. Slater. Yeah. Oh, he won at the Wing Fest. He won uh, Best Barbecue, and he was, like, third place with the People's Choice Award. Yeah, Slater's Ding-A-Wing. He kicked ass this year. He did well. He did well. He got. He was third to People's Choice, but they all want to get. Uh, and then he was the Best Barbecue. Yeah. Uh, his Korean barbecue wings, apparently, are, are supposed to be... Uh, you know the look, bomb. Look, apparently, if and, you ever uh, see his, if you ever see his truck out, and he's got fucking uh, the the buffalo chicken egg rolls, do do yourself a favor, get a dozen. They are phenomenal. He doesn't make them that often, but that the, that that right there, I, he could become a gazillionaire if he sold those. You know, and he, he loves radio so much. He he's like, you know, this might be uh, my part. It's his deal wing part time. He just loves it so much. He wants to do it so bad. And it, you know what's so funny? When you're in radio, every time you're in radio, all every other employee says is, "Get out as soon as you can." <laughs> <laughs> Not Jay. Jay runs for it. Jay, Jay is got it. He's starting to Jerry Curl's hair. He's Howard Stern in it. He's going for it. <laughs> Joe, thank you so much. Uh, we will talk again next week. We'll have more football to talk next week, more baseball. I hope you have a great weekend, my friend. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Thanks uh, so much. For everybody listens. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. There you go. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. Uh, let's see. Um... <laughs> uh, there you go. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixer. One more break to go. Uh... Now you're right outside. 
Things you don't 
too bad i mean some of her songs crap but that that was actually a pretty good song so that that was me that was dj arnie uh let's see uh, everybody dj braddy again uh i think miley got a testosterone injections for her throat not the good old-fashioned ones yeah she does have a little bit raspy of a throat but that you know what that's okay that's her deal man uh alicia says not gonna lie i don't hate miley's music uh, no, 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 no. Now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I have something very special for you. Uh-oh. No, no, it's not Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. We have a fight video. Oh, and this one broke out at a jewelry exchange in New York City. New York City! Not appropriate. I don't know if these guys are Italians, if they're Armadians, if they're Hondurans. I don't know, but here you go, ass family. We're going to watch it now together. Life is trying to put our generation on I the side. love that my links are working today. It's so happy. Watch us fly ahead. Watch us rise. Watch us change our... Fuck you, Safari. Be the next greatest generation. Here we go. Oh, big guy in a red shirt. Kool-Aid guy's fighting. Oh, now a guy in a green shirt. Oh, my God, a guy's pants have fallen down. His pants are falling down, yet he's still fighting. He's still jabbing away. Now he goes for a big hammer. Oh, there's his shirt off, a hairy back. Boy, oh boy. There is not one person in shape here. Oh, here we go, they're going at it again. Oh, mayhem erupts. The guy in the red shirt gets beat on by three other people. Now here comes a large black man to pull people apart. Guy in the red still getting hammered. Well, I tell you what, uh, that, that's been the best fight we've seen in a while, but still not that good. Oh, Arnie, are you killing me? Someday you slap the donkey. Oh, Arnie. He said it was a jewelry shop, so we all know who it was. It could have been them. I don't know. 
So there you go. Big old fight. Dude's fucking pants fell down. He's still throwing jabs. That right there is a man. That's the man. Ladies, ladies, let me just tell you real quick. You want to know how good your man is? If they're in a fisticuff battle protecting your honor and somehow their pants fall down and they're still throwing bombs, that's a man that you can rely on right there. Holy shit, he he was in this shop in the mint green shirt. <laughs> oh, all right. For all you people that love to go stand in line to go get your lottery tickets, let me tell you, Mega Millions has gone over a billion dollars. Next draw, I think, is going to be Friday night. The payments, they had this at $910 million, but it's over a billion now. So this is what it would have been. You can either get 30 annual installments. So hold on a second here. Let me get my calculator out. So $900 million, $910. Does my calculator even go that high? $910. Divided by 30 equals you get $30 million a year. Man. Or you go the one lump sum. Now, now, now that's probably going to get cut in half, so we'll divide that by two. So you're looking at $15 million a year for the next 30 years. So times 30 equals you're going to end up with about $455 million. All right, but that's over 30 years. Now, what you could do is this. You can get the lump sum, which is $464 million. Okay, divide that by uh, half because half's going to the government. So then you get a one lump sum payment of $232 million, meaning you're going to lose about $200 million. If I win the Powerball, I'm getting a hot tub of nacho cheese and tortilla chips, and that's my new <laughs> preferred place to sleep. Oh, man. So, okay, so you get $15 million a year. I think I could live on $15 million a year. I'd get a lot of T-shirts and hats. I'd have every sunglass ever. Oh, man. I would, I would, I would hire a Mexican fellow to make me my own Hirachi sandals. See, I'm going I'm to go you one better than a hot tub of nacho cheese. I'm going to get an Olympic pool full of uh, 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 nacho cheese. Keep that thing heated all year round. We'll keep a cover on it. That way, whenever you want nachos, you just go out there and plurp, slurp some up. I got 12 feet of it. In the hot tub, you know what I'm going to keep in there? I'm going to keep pudding in there. That's right. I'm going to load up the entire hot tub, not turn it on. I'm going to keep it cool. It'll be a cool tub. And it'll be full of pudding. So I got pudding and nachos. I like that a lot. Maybe I'll build a restaurant in the back of my house and I'll hire a chef and he can just make shit. But it has to be shit I like. See, this is the thing. I watch a lot of these shows where they have, like, you know, personal chefs and stuff, and they, they create, like, you know, the, the breast of a swan, and, 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 and it's, it, it's with, you know, like snow peas and, and this, this drizzle they put on the top of it. No! I don't want that. 
I want a chef that has some balls. I want beef ribs at least once a week. You better have me a damn ribeye once a week, motherfucker. Uh, I'm expecting some macaroni and cheese and tuna fish. Braddy Kid hates when I make that. You make macaroni and cheese, you put a can of tuna in there. Boy, that is good stuff. That takes me back to childhood right there. Maybe I have a shower containing that. I don't know yet. Oh, crunchy gravy is going to be in my hose, Kale. <laughs> if, I'm, if I get $15 million a year, I'm going to have a hose that shoots country gravy. Keep your pudding cooked. <laughs> you don't need that nasty-ass skin on top. Oh, that's the best part. With that scratch, I'm buying a fucking city. I'm taking a lump sum. I'm not going to be around 30 years. I'm making my money. Fuck everyone else. Hey, that, that's fine. Hey, if I take the lump sum, I got $200 million, and I can buy me a damn water hose that shoots out fucking country gravy. All the kids in the neighborhood will want to come over. My slip and slide is the greatest slip and slide in the world because it's made out of country gravy. <laughs> See, it's fun and nutritious. How I am not a parent, I, I, I don't know. I mean, I mean, honestly, the things that I think of, I mean, and right now, uh, right now I'm picturing Alicia going, a slip and slide with country gravy for my boys. That right there, that, that's going to get them right, the, the growing the right way. I could see the pebble and, and boy kind fucking sliding on that thing, slurping up some gravy on the way down. If Arnie wins lotto, please buy 98 Rock and fix it. Nope. You know what? I'll, I'll fix it. I'll buy 98 Rock, and then I'll shut it down. And I'll put up billboards all over it. Hey, if you're a fan of 98 Rock, listen to the Mikey Podcast or ArnieRadio.com. Fuckers. I'm getting a team of litter bears who can carry me around everywhere with naked women tossing flower petals wherever I go. That's a given. The pebble got us in some trouble over camping over the weekend. My man. Did he, did, did he lay the, 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 the young man's elbow down? <laughs> Ogre says, did he say? Slides off limits to ching chongs. Store the country gravy in a refrigerated storage tank with a pump on it. Once you open the tap, instant heater warms up as it flows out. How great would that be? A country gravy faucet. Yeah, I'm going to tell you this right now. If there was a house and I had a faucet and it, it released warm country gravy, I would weep. I would literally cry. That would be tears of happiness. I could go over because I would buy a, a biscuit cow, a cow that just makes biscuits. I go over a couple biscuits, please. Give me a couple hot biscuits, tear them in half. Go over to the faucet and turn that thing on. I would cry every single time. If I could turn on a faucet, oh, the faucet system of fucking condiments. Boy, that's a future thing for houses. Trademark. Trademark. This is a new, a new business. New business. Faucets for condiments. This is gonna go in my this is gonna go in my strip mall. Think about how easy that is. Clean up. You, you, you got a big old, you, you got another, like, uh, they, you got one faucet that does water because you can clean everything out, right? But you have, like, six fucking faucets up there, and then you choose what's in the faucet. 
You can have a mayonnaise faucet. You can have a ketchup faucet. Holy cow, is that a good idea. A butter faucet that warms up the butter. That way you get melted butter on your shit. Fuck. I'm a gazillionaire. He took the dogs down to the water, and one of the dogs dropped a deuce, and one of the families in the group site next to us saw and asked if he was going to pick it up, and he replied, nope. (laughs) He went on his merry way. They reported us to the bitch-ass park rangers. Damn it. Got to clean up after the damn dog. I will buy an island called the the Isle of Arnie, where the king of our country will be Arnie in the state religion, AIG. And every home will have condiment faucets. And biscuit cows. But we got to win the lottery first. And the only way to play, the only way to win is play. And by the way, if you play, you won't win. So there you go. There's, there's our lottery update. But thank God for the lottery update because I came up with my new business. Faucet condiments. Check out the new bar video posted in Superfans. Chick lights the dude on fire. I will have to check that out here in a bit. Um, all right, let's see. With lottery money, I'm starting the Ass Wrestling Association. Oh, man, that'd be awesome. Now, good news to report from Hollywood. Something that I was very, very worried about. September is going to be a hell of a month for movies. Just letting you know. We've got the Equalizer Part 3 coming out September 1st. And this one looks like a doozy. Now, now part two let me down. Part two let me down at the equalizer. It was like the shitty part two of John Wick. Squirrel moment, 329 a gallon gas. That's after my discount. What the fuck? Holy shit. I'm half Mexican, so I have a chance to win. Um, and then coming out, I believe it's September 22nd. I've been waiting for this one. The Expendables Part 4, and it has a, it has received its rating, and it will be rated R. Now, you remember the last one, the, 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 the abortion? Oh, and they even had Mel Gibson and Harrison Ford in there, and they could have done so much better, but Ronda Rousey fucked it all up and made it PG-13. And it was terrible. It was awful. That, that And it only made like $39 million. The first two movies made, I, I think they made near a trillion dollars each because the first two were badass motherfucking movies. Now, part four, rated R. Now, let's say who's in this. Here we go. Let's see. Um, Jason Statham, Dolph Lundgren, Randy Couture, Stallone. Jet Li, Terry Crews, Bruce Willis will not be in this one. Uh, Chuck Norris, Steve Austin, John claude Van Damme. New inclusions will be uh, Curtis 50 Cent, Megan Fox, Tony Ja, and Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia? Why in the fuck? Why would you mention Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia ain't a tough guy. He's Andy Garcia. He's the bad guy in the Oceans movies. I don't care. I don't care that Andy Garcia's in it. He's probably going to be a bad guy, of course. What? Bubba, what do you want? 
You got to use your words. You want out of this room? Is that what you want? All right, come on. Let's go. Let's go. Come on, dummy. You don't like being in this room. Get out. This is what I have to deal with on the daily. Come on, Bubba. Come on. Get. Don't come knocking on the door again. Terrible co-host. Swear. He was Vincent in Godfather 3 and in The Untouchables. Yeah, but, but, but uh, he's still Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia's kick-ass in internal affairs. Oh, the old, uh, oh, the guy who put the uh, thing up his butt. Richard Gere, that guy. Internal Affairs was a good movie, but that was a long time ago. He's still Andy Garcia. And it's the Expendables. I mean, the Expendables. I mean, we had Terry Crews. We had Stone Cold Steve Austin, Chuck Norris. What name doesn't fit? Andy Garcia. I like him. He's a good actor. I ain't talking about his acting. I'm just talking about he don't need to be in this. He has that wild Cuban blood, so he might pull it off. Yeah, I'm doubting it. Wasn't he also in The Mule with Clint Eastwood, where Clint Eastwood was a, a, an 88-year-old drug mule for the Mexican cartel, and then he got killed? Wasn't that Andy Garcia? I like him. People I don't like right now, George Clooney. Listen to this bullshit. George Clooney, Meryl Streep, and Matt Damon among A-listers donating a million dollars to help striking actors. Hey, 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 douchebags. How about instead of donating the money to the actors, you give it to the people that aren't on strike? You know, the ones that could be working, the camera people, all those behind-the-scenes people. How about you donate your money to them rather than the actors? I tried to explain this to somebody, and I'm going to explain it right now. This is exactly how it is. What actors want, and this is, this is beyond comprehension. If you watch an episode of The Office on Netflix, you've paid your Netflix fee, Okay. Netflix play, paid their fee to the studio to purchase the rights to stream that show. Now, when the actors were, were, were signing contracts and the streaming ideas came about, they had to sign on for a percentage of that, whatever it gets sold, to the Netflix for. Now what actors want, they want to go beyond that. So I want you to think about the first album you ever bought, and if you have. And if you don't, no big deal. But let's pretend like you still have it, or at least a CD version of it. For me, that would be back in black. So every time I were to play a CD, kids' CDs are what we used to play music on. So I purchased said CD. Now, my money went to the record company, and a portion of that money went to the artist. A very small portion went to the artist. I'm sorry, I didn't negotiate your deal. Well, now what the actors want is every time episode 421 of The Office plays, 
whoever's in episode 421, if somebody watches that episode 15 times, they want to be paid 15 times for that. So this would be like you putting in, or me putting in Back in Black, playing the song Back in Black, and then taking a penny out and addressing it to Angus Young and sending it to him every time I played the record that I already owned. That's what the actors want. Does Netflix make more money the more I watch an episode, or do I pay them uh, at a flat rate? From my understanding is this, is that if a show gets uh, streamed a lot, like the more times you watch it, that's what makes it more valuable to the next streaming company. So the more times you watch it and they keep track of that, they can then, and it, 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 and, and so can the studio, the studio can say, well, hey, Netflix, you paid a million dollars for The Office for last year. Since we see the numbers are huge for that, this is what the company can do. The company goes, hey, we want to now stream it to you for $2 million. Now, the actors, they had their deals in place a long time ago already. I equate this to this. If you're a roofer and you help pull to build a roof on somebody's house and that house is sold, you've done your job, right, in the construction process. Ten years down the road, when somebody buys that house, when they, those people sell it, do you get money from that? Ten years later, when that house is resold, do you get money for that? You put the roof on it. It's your roof. They're pay, uh, let's see, who are the uh, other actors? Uh, Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, Hugh Jackman, uh, Julie Roberts, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Oprah Winfrey. The entertainment industry is in crisis. Processing more than 30 times our usual number of applications for emu- uh, emergency aid. We received 400 applications in the last week alone. Well, go back to work, bitch. You're actors. Go get another job. Arnie, I'm a roofer. I want money every fucking time. I don't blame you. I want every time it rains. Yes. What do these people think they are? The government getting paid every step of the way? That's what they want. And you're donating money back to the other actors? Man, oh, man, if I was the crew guys, I would fucking shit in your trailer. That's what I would do. If I, if I was a, a, a cameraman or something, and the day we finally come back to work, if I'm, if I'm able to come back to work, otherwise I had to go get another job to provide for my family, I am going to go into the Stars trailer and crap right in the middle of it. Get a fucking job like the rest of us, you spoiled, make-believe, cum-guzzling ass goblins. Fuck! It's like an athlete that signs a contract, then he plays really well and thinks, I deserve more, I'm going to hold out. You signed a contract, asshole. And they do that, and the teams will pay him. I wouldn't pay him. Oh, you're going to hold out even though we have you signed for another three years? Okay, you're going to be paying us. Well, hey, that's three years off your career, pal. You ain't going to get those three years of legs back. Oh, I'd be a terrible owner. You fuck around and find out with me. Yeah, I'm going to hold out. Oh, okay, that's great. You're going to hold out? All right, we'll draft somebody in your position. 
well, I got five years left on the contract. Well, that means you got five years to come to your fucking senses. You signed a deal. Oh, I hate that. That's something I hate in baseball and, and football and all the sports that when they do that shit. By the way, it's happened a couple times. I know two players in, in particular it happened to. Stan Musial and Ted Williams. Ted Williams, near the end of his career, went into management's office in Boston. And this is after he did two tours as a Marine pilot in World War II. Ted Williams went into the Boston Red Sox front office and said and negotiated a deal on his own to take a pay cut because he hit under 300 in the season. Next season, he hit 330, and then he got a bigger contract. But he said, I didn't earn it, and he gave money back. Stan Musial's the other guy that, that, that did that. Now today's athletes, oh, my social media presence. Oh, I'm viral. Oh, I'm this. Yeah, but you suck on the field. Hashtag Ezekiel Elliott. Hey, Zeke, how's training camp? Oh, that's right. You're nowhere to be found right now. Wait, you're, you're, you're at a smorgasbord? Oh, I, I can see that. I'm going to tell you right now, next time you see Zeke Elliott, I'm betting he's going to be pushing three bills. Jasmine says, this is why I hate the Hollywood machine. It's terrible. I, and, and Like, I, I, I don't begrudge people of the money they make as long as they work for it and they earn it. I, I have no problem with it. But how much can you bleed the turnip when it comes to that? Stan the Man was my dad's favorite player. My middle name is Stanley because of it. Awesome. Thanks, Dad. Stinkfish, you and I are a lot alike. My dad's favorite player was Stan Musial, and my name was going to be, my name was not ever going to be Arnie. If I was a girl, I was going to be Blossom, which meant I would have been a slut. But my dad wanted to name me Thomas Stanley States. Problem was, is that my sister married a guy named Tom. So Thomas was out, and Thomas was my dad's middle name, too. So Thomas was out. My dad thought about it and said, no, I can't name him Stanley, and he wanted to because Stan Musial was my dad's favorite player. Um, but we, he had a cousin named Stanley, and he didn't want him to think that he was named after them. So uh, that's how we got Arnie. He was watching Arnold Palmer in the Ryder Cup, and he named me Arnie. That's how we got it. Law enforcement in Canada are reportedly preparing to arrest Justin Trudeau. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on here a second here. Let's see here. Uh, Donald Trump to appear in court and indictment hearing. I can use transcript of his testimony. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's go to Google. See if I can Google this. Uh, Justin Trudeau news. All I have, the latest I have, is. He's separating from his wife. I don't have anything else. I'm not seeing anything else. If you can uh, send me a link. Being arrested? No, nothing through. No, nothing's coming up. 
Let me try one more page. Let's see. Daily Mail got it. Let's see. Nothing there. Nothing there. Oh, fucking Lizzo and her fat backup dancers. I'm not seeing anything, Alicia. I'll keep my eye out for it, though. If you keep your eye out for it. We'll just keep our eyes out together for it. No, God damn it. What happened to my... Shit. Go to Gmail. All right. All right. Highlight these stories again. Make sure we get them done. Uh, all right. Let's see. Um, I only saw a man who threw a gavel at Trudeau was sentenced. Yeah, I, I, I'm not seeing anything yet. I'll keep an eye out for it. Leah Remney. Remember her from uh, Saved by the Bell early on when she was really hot? And then she went on King of Queens, and she was kind of hot, and then she kind of went not. And then she became, like, best friends with Jennifer Lopez, so she's definitely not anymore. Remember, she was in the Church of Scientology for a while, and then she got out, and she was talking bad about it. Well, it seems that Leah Remney is now suing the Church of Scientology and leader David Miscavige for ruining her life over Tom Cruise and Katie Holmes' wedding drama. What happened at the wedding? Well, this is what happened. Leah Remney was at the wedding because, you know, all them Scientology people, they got to get together when one of the bigwigs is throwing something, and that's Tom Cruise. And she said, hey, where is uh, David Miscavige's wife? Where is she at? Just wondering. Uh, ain't nobody seen her in a while? Well, uh, Shelly Miscavige, who has not been seen for 17 years, because she didn't show up at the Tom Cruise uh, wedding, she asked that question, and all hell broke loose. That's when they pretty much kicked her out of the church. Now, David Miscavige, the leader of the church, who's actually shorter than Tom Cruise, if that is humanly possible, is now missing. Nobody has seen him in like 15 years. I'm not kidding. I'm going to tell you right now, Tom Cruise knows exactly where he's at. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, he's going to be in one of them cliffs that Tom Cruise jumped off of in Mission Impossible. He's going to be somewhere. Now, I'm not saying anything bad happened to the, the, the Miss Miscavige or whatever her name is. But I got, I got, I got to tell you. I got to tell you. That church is weird, man. Look, it, look, look. They, they, they make Mormons seem like normal. I mean, they have that, like, electro system that you hold on to and it shocks your hands. I mean, I've seen, I, I've seen all the documentaries and stuff about it. And then the more you pay, the higher you get in the church. I mean, that's pretty much every church. So I can't hold that against Scientology. There's only one person shorter than Tom Cruise, and that's dog shit. I, I think David Miscavige is right around that same height. But it isn't like, look, look, I'm just asking because I know that a lot of y'all know a lot more about Scientology than me. Ain't there like higher power? Ain't he like a fish god or something named Zwan or some shit like that or a lizard person? 
I'm, j- I'm just asking. I'm not saying it's true. I, I, I don't know what it is. But it's all based on the writings and, and Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard, LRH, a guy who was, from what I understand, let out of the U.S. Navy and not, didn't have good terms on leaving. To where, like, some people dress up like Navy's, like, officers in the Church of Scientology and they, like, move you around. Like, I, I, I mean, I, see, this, I, I am fascinated by religion. And then there's this one. Zod the alien, I think. Okay. See, see, I can get behind worshiping an elephant that's got 19 legs. I can get behind that. Okay? I can get behind, you know, praying to a kid that's blue that's holding a bow and arrow in India. Stacker, you didn't think I'd get that one, did you? Uh-huh. I, I can buy that. I can buy the Dalai Lama. I can buy Buddha. I can buy all that shit. I can't buy a space alien. I'm sorry. I just can't. I just can't. And it was written by a dude. Look, I know the Bible was written by men, but at least it's allegedly the word of God. The flying spaghetti monster. Is that what it is? Is it Zod, the alien? Come on. Come on. Like, like, did, 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 I mean, I guess their scripture is, is, is Dianetics, right? Like, here, here's another question I got, because I don't know. Do they have, like, regular Sunday services? Do they have different, like, ministers? I, I know David Miscavige, he's, like, the leader of the church. He, he's, like... He'd be like Pat Robertson. But see, Pat Robertson, he still gave speeches and stuff. And Billy Graham, he still sold out stadiums. Do they have, like, you know, pastors that come out on on Sundays and talk about the the wars that Zod, the alien, went through? Like, I I don't know. Like, see, that's what religion is. I mean... (laughs) If I'm not told I'm going to hell at some point in, in, in a religious service, then I ain't in a real religious service. That, that, that's the way I look at it. See, raised Pentecostal. I, I, I hated it as a kid, but I look back and I think to myself, man, oh, man. I withstood a lot. Boy, there's some judgmental people in there. Oh, I, I know they all got them. You don't fuck with Pentecostals. Pentecostals believe. We believe in healing. We lay the, the, the healing hands on people. Hallelujah. Jalapeno. L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer before founding the church, right? It, Dianetics is a fiction book, but he says it's their religion. And there are people who say the Bible is the same thing. Okay, okay. At least, I, I has anybody on the show, hey, ask family, I got to ask y'all a question. Y'all are smarter than me. Y'all read way more than me. Any of y'all motherfuckers ever read Dianetics by L. Ron Hubbard? I remember seeing the commercial that, that played at night that you could buy the book and it would change your life.
Think of how much comic content you would be missing if you hadn't gone to charismatic and Pentecostal-type churches growing up. Oh, I know. Oh, I, I look back on that, man. I look, I look back on my Pentecostal time very fondly. Oh, I wish we would have never left and went to the non-denominational church. The Pentecostal church was so great. You, you would watch people turn on each other there like no place else. We had this pastor. My, my very first pastor, I remember when, when dad got saved. Quit drinking and got saved. So his new addiction was Jesus and AA meetings. And it was that order. And we went to church Sunday mornings for Sunday school. And this, this all started when I was like eight. And an eight-year-old boy does not like going to church, especially during NFL season. So you start off going to Sunday school. Sunday school went from about 9 o'clock to 10, right? And then you had about 20 minutes to get upstairs to the, 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 the big where the congregation sat in the big room. You had about 20 minutes to get up there. You got up there. You sat in your seats. And then you would listen to a sermon for the next two to sometimes three hours of absolute fire and brimstone. Now, every once in a while, we got lucky. And we would get a pastor in, a visiting pastor. Now, my first pastor we had, Pastor Roush. I'll never forget his name. Nice guy, played AAA baseball. Super great guy. His services were like two hours, right on the hour and 45 minutes. He knew that the Cowboys were playing at noon. He would get us home for it. And some people said some bad things about him, and some people didn't like him, so they decided to say some real nasty things about him, and they voted him out, like in front of the whole church. All the members had to go, and they had to vote. It's fucking horrible. It's like a military tribunal. Um, I was Christian Catholic but raised char- uh, charismatic Christian a couple years ago. Uh, switched to Lutheran to make it easier to get married. There you go. Uh, religion's full-blown witchcraft. It's witchcraft. Battle Earth was a better book. Born-again people should get <laughs> control as tattooed on them. They're saved. I always laugh at the non-denominational people. You can't be non-denominational and demon. <laughs> I know. You're a fucking Protestant and further proves the majority of Christians don't know shit about their own religion. It's absolutely true, Alicia. So they voted out Pastor Roush. And we got this new pastor in. I didn't like the new pastor because I liked Pastor Roush. Pastor Roush would talk baseball with me, and I'm like nine years old, so I liked him. A new guy came in. He had a couple of daughters. And everything you've ever heard about preacher's daughters, true. They were older than me, so I didn't get any part of them because I found they were ugly, too. But this motherfucker did not know how to end a service. Usually, you, you, you ramp up your speech, and you give a big crescendo, and then boom, money shot at the end, and then go away peacefully. They say a prayer, and you go home. Not this douche nozzle. He had a new way of ending things, and he would end every service. And every service lasted another 45 fucking minutes. So we used to get out of there at least at 1215. 
We're looking at 1 o'clock. Sometimes it was 2 o'clock. The way he would end the service is, are there anyone that have any challenges that needs hands laid on them? Come down to the front. Now, if y'all have ever heard me talk about my Pentecostal raisins, Pentecostals are showmen. Okay, we have the snake handling churches. We were the first ones to incorporate a band with a guitar in church. Okay, so if you ask people to come down, they're going to come on down. My favorite guy at, at church, and I've told this story a bunch of times, guy by the name of Danny Noah, Danny Noah Sr. He had a son, son was a fucking moron. But the fine Pentecostal people, they believe that they can speak in tongues when the Lord is working through them. So every single week. So first thing you do is they, uh, the, 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 the band what warms up. The band's playing when you're coming in. Then the choir stands up, and the choir starts singing. you got to join in with your hymns. You hit, and they sing, like, every verse to the hymn. Some of these hymns got, like, six verses. I didn't know until I went to that church that Amazing Grace had more than one fucking verse. So you sing all six verses, and there's songs sometimes that you really hate. There's some good, there's some good gospel songs I like singing. Like I, there's one, and in, in, in sometimes in the morning before the show, I play religious music for myself because I like hearing it. But like uh, th- th- this is one that my my dad loved, and I loved it too. This is a good song. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. See, you got a little upbeat song there. Now, this was my dad's favorite song. He loved this song. Oh, wait, no, no, that's the wrong one. He didn't like that one. My dad liked this version better. Uh... If I can find it. Oh, here we go. Oh, Lord, my God, when I in awesome wonder. I know that was my dad's favorite religious song because he practiced that more than anything else he did on piano. But this motherfucker would always end the service with, if anybody wants to come down, and people would go down there, and they would stand down there, and they'd pray for like 20, 30 minutes. And I'm like, come on! I'd be looking at my wrist all the time. Mom would be swatting me. But, oh, I was telling you about Danny Noah. So Danny Noah, so somebody would speak out in tongues. Oh, blah, 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 It was jibber, jibber jabber. My dad did it a few times. It was jibber jabber. But Danny Noah would always translate. So somebody speaks jibber jabber, and then Danny Noah would be like, Oh, and Jesus said... You know, something like that. My favorite. <laughs> Aside from when my dad used the N-word with a hard R in the sanctuary, I got elbowed for that. I also got elbowed for this by my mom. One time Danny Noah didn't, didn't speak up quick enough. And my mom saw me starting to take a breath because I was going to translate what the person was said in, in tongues. And it probably wasn't going to be right. Her elbow was in my side quicker than I could fucking breathe. I was like, <gasps> nope. 
But yeah, oh, I hated that guy. Hated that guy. But this day, to bring it all full circle, I just want to know what goes on in their church. They have bake sales and stuff. I respect people's beliefs, but if you're devout in something, know the history. Growing up Catholic, so many of my Christian friends would tell me, you're not a Christian. I hate when I heard that. You guys are fucking idiots. Martin Luther left Catholicism back then and called it Christians. Thus, Protestant movement, so have an umbrella of Catholics, Orthodox Protestants. Under the Protestants, there are hundreds uh, of different branch-offs, uh, i.e. Pentecostal, Calvin, Lutheran, Evangelical, etc. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yeah, look, you, when, you, when, you, when you read from the same book, you're the same thing. Uh, totally agree, notorious uh, religion is great until you include human beings. Mama had a preemptive elbow strike like a safety on a gun. She did. Oh, she knew. She knew, she knew I was, I, I think my mom knew that I was destined for morning radio before anybody else. She's like, you know what? You got a smart-ass mouth. You're probably going to do fine. All right, a couple more stories here. Um, dear Lord in heaven. I don't know why people are so weirded out by this, but I'm here. You know, I'm here to tell y'all the truth, right? Canadian realtor Mike Rose is in trouble after he was caught drinking milk straight from the container on a home surveillance video. So this guy's the realtor. He goes in to get the house ready, and he looks in the fridge, takes out the milk, takes a pull. And he's in trouble, I guess, maybe because in Canada they don't expect that. You know your realtors have probably shit in your bathroom? Do you know your realtors have probably fucked in your house? I'm just telling you. Uh, I grew up going to an all-Mexican Catholic church in San Jose in the hood. They had to learn all the prayers in Spanish and recite them to a priest in Guadalajara for my first communion. This is why I don't force my kids into any of this shit. We got the chupal, a.k.a. the slipper, even at Temple. <laughs> I've looked in customers' refrigerators, LMAO. Oh, of course. This guy, this guy went one step further. He took the milk out, took a pull from it. Is that what they're mad at? Is they, they, oh, you can't say that word on the air. You, 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 you in-lipped it. In, uh, it. Very hard R ending there. Inward lipping. That's, that's what it's called. That's what I've heard it called. I've never, no, I've never said it. Um, or Geechee shot. That's a soft spot in the middle of the back of the neck. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, fucking moms are notorious. You don't fuck up in church. Boy, you do not fuck up in church. And that's why it was such a bad... Man, I fucked up so bad in church. Oh, I did so bad. And and, and our church was First Assembly of God. That's the church I went to. And uh, they had a school that was attached to the uh, the church. So you had the big front doors of the church, and it opened to the sanctuary, and big sanctuary, you know, a thousand people could sit in there if they had to. I guess, I don't know, 500, I'm not sure, I was a little kid. But then when you walk back, you got to the, 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 the 
kitchen area, and then they had the service area, like the restaurant type part. Not really restaurant. I shouldn't call it that. Cafeteria. And then behind that, that's where the school was, and it was an up and upstairs, downstairs school. So uh, when Sunday school, this was a – this is in the year of uh, 19 – we'll call it 90. The, 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 the early winter uh, – I shouldn't say that. The early spring of 1990, because I was about to graduate from high school. Now, this makes Arnie 18 years old. Not 21, but 18. And uh, we were in, I was informed that we were going to church the next day, and I did not really want to go. I said, can I just go to Sunday school? And my mom's like, yeah, just go to Sunday school. Meet us there. I said, okay. And that was the day before because I knew I was going out drinking that night. I don't even remember what party it was. I don't remember what I was drinking. That makes Alicia four years old. Well, thank you. So uh, I tie one on pretty tough that night before. I mean, I, 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 think, I, I think we had a little bit of whiskey in there. And uh, I got up the next morning because my parents were making noise on purpose because they were dicks. So I woke up. They had left. They had already, they had already left, and I was going to leave like 10 minutes after them because I drove faster than they did, and they were old. Did not shower. Got to throw that in there for sure. After a night of heavy drinking, I did not shower. Got my church clothes on. By the way, church clothes today are, are, are baseball jerseys and shorts. I drove by a church a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I would be literally whipped to death by my mother if I showed up in that. We're talking. I, I never wore shorts to church. Only for vacation Bible school. I hated that, too. So I got dressed up for church, went in, sat in my Sunday school class, and there was a girl that went to my high school. I went to homecoming with her. Her name was Cheryl Watkins. Cheryl Watkins was a good-looking gal. We all had thoughts that Cheryl Watkins kind of on the other team. Nothing happened at that homecoming dance. Let me tell you, nothing happened. I wanted it to happen because it was Cheryl, but... Didn't happen. She was one of the homecoming queen nominees. We're sitting in this class, and there's like eight of us in there. And it's, and it, it's that typical bullshit youth pastor thing where he's trying to be hip and, and relate to you. Yeah, he, he, the, the overzealous virgin, that guy. And he's talking. He's rapping with us. Turns a chair around backwards, sits in it. You know, that guy. And right in the middle of... Right in the middle of his lecture, I just go, I need to go to the bathroom. Well, Arnie, you're going to need to hear this. I go, I really need to go to the bathroom. He goes, well, just hold on. And I just went, Prah! Oh, oh, it was one of the biggest Technicolor yawns I've ever had in my entire life. I, I am not kidding you whatsoever. <laughs> Two odds, will you show us your end? No. Um, he said, go ahead and go. And I came back, and I'm trying to clean it up, and it stinks. and It, it smells like fucking bourbon in the damn class. 
Um, Y'all please donate to Braddy's TS Concert Fund. She announced more dates. If I score tickets, Arnie's going, and there could be video. There you go. Okay. So uh, needless to say, I threw up in the middle of Sunday school. When Sunday school ended, I walked upstairs, and my parents just looked at me, and they said, go home. It made it upstairs before I did. That was my last time going to the, and that, that, that pretty much led us to leaving and going to the non-denominational church, and I did not like that church either. That is going to do it for us today, ass family. Uh, thank you all so much for being here. We will be back again tomorrow, and tomorrow is a Friday edition of the show. So we'll be back for that. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, have a wonderful day and adios, everybody. She was storming through the house that day, and I could tell she was leaving. And I thought, oh, she'll be back. Till she turned around and pointed at the wall and said, that picture from our honeymoon That night in Frisco Bay Just give it away She said give it away And that big four-poster king-size bed Where so much love was made Just give it away She said just give it away Just give it away Nothing in this house worth fighting over Oh, and we're both tired of fighting anyway So just give it away So I tried to move on But I found that each woman I held Just reminded me of that day Swung wide open She flung her diamond ring Said give it away Just give it away And I said now honey Don't you even want Your half of everything She said give it away Just give it away Just give it away There ain't nothing she left me along with all the other things she don't care about anymore hmm. like that picture from our honeymoon that night in frisco bay she said give it away well, i can't give it away and that big four poster king size bed where all our love was made she said give it away
everything, give it away I've got a furnished house, a diamond ring And a lonely broken heart full of love And I can't even give it away You've got to beat the man, pal I coined the phrase, I am the man Woo! Diamonds are forever And so is The Arnie State Show Woo! You've been listening to The Arnie State Show At ArnieRadio.com Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking um, I, I did just want to take a moment To thank everybody Goodbye now I am going to go get late Goodbye, see you tomorrow hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye Goodbye He's done, that's what's happened It's over He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.